Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Experience, experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome back to another episode of the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. I'm the truth. And Simon. What's up? Bring it back, bring it back. The comeback. Oh, man, I feel bad for for being old. Um... If you're joining us for the first time, what the three of us do here is very simple. We've each listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode, as well as the week, on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And then uh, we're going to discuss kind of the big talking points, each guest, this, that, and the next, yada, yada, yada. But first, Kamar, how was your week? I had a very interesting week. I went to the Chinese embassy for the uh, Chinese New Year. An experience I never thought I would, uh, you know that one on, is uh, it Nicholas? It was all caged in on the way to uh, New Edinburgh. On Nicholas. Yes, I know exactly oh, what, you're what you're talking about. about. The big yeah, fortress yeah, yeah, of a building. Yeah, yeah. I never thought I would go there either. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of scary with this so wait, coronavirus breakout. You went to try. You went to China I, I, this weekend. Yes, I went to China. Crazy, huh? Because that is yeah, an embassy. Ch- oh my god! I, I thought he was with an You should be wearing one of those fucking masks, man. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you, you went to China. I just got home from China for the weekend. Yeah. Oh my god! And I just broke it to you. We got to break it to the news. So, did you need your passport to get in there? <laughs> I did not. No, for real. I no. did. I did not. They did. I I thought there'd be ID. I talked to one guy who said if you go to the U.S. embassy, they pat you down in a room. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I still can't believe they let the U.S. build the embassy where they did in Ottawa, as big as they did. It seems crazy. I'm just saying it blocks the Parliament building. It's it's huge. It's cumbersome. Doesn't fit into the. They also put it right decor in, at all. Well, they also downtown. put it like right in between our government, our main government building for the country, and a major shopping district. Doesn't and, make a lot of and sense. And it fucked up the road with all those blockade stuff they have. Yeah. The, well, that's funny because they didn't have to put those blockades in when the, they first built it. It's, it was 9/11, post 9-11, 9/11 that they were I like, we've got to back up the street it a whole... Totally yeah, it was nuts. Millions they probably put in there. Yeah, I just got back from China then. <laughs> <laughs> you just tell them. You have to tell people that for the next week. And uh, and I also was at the Museum of History. Yeah. And... Uh, History's on Elgin, right? No, no, no. That's Civilization. I thought Civilization was the one over the water. The Museum of Nature. Is it natural history? Oh, natural history. Maybe that's it. Is on, uh, it's the one that used to be the Museum of Man, but yeah, they can't yeah, call yeah. it that anymore. Because yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was- the one across the thing is civilizations. But I think it's now history. Anyways, okay. we could we could argue it. Semantics. Um 
but they've all got all these totem poles, yeah, which are really cool. So that's civilization. What I'm thinking of then what across he's the about. river, across the yeah, river. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the good one in my opinion. Well, Museum they of redid Man. The, yeah, yeah, you, they redid the new one. Well, I don't like it, but no. when it used to be, when they used to have the forty different or thirty different uh, animal exhibits, you know, each one was a different stuffed scene. Mm-hmm. Those were amazing, man. The the, the dinosaur bones, oh, or whatever the dinosaurs, they are, whatever yeah. they are. <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> and uh, they used to have like live bugs in there. They used to have all sorts of cool shit, man. It, it's all right, but do you know how much it is to go to the museum in the hall for an adult? Bucks. Twenty dollars. Well, it's yeah. free on Tuesdays or Mondays or something. Well, there you go. I yeah, want to go to the new uh, Museum of Science Technology. With the trains, remember that one? I went. I went last year. I, maybe it wasn't completed yet. I think it was still under renovation but it wasn't anyway. it was underwhelming yes that's exactly <laughs> what it was well listen if it was it's canadian technology so you're like oh great a fucking snowmobile we created insulin it's not like we've done nothing but i'm sure if you went to the museum of technology in the states it would be fucking staggering like oh s- snowshoes that, that, that's a budget and apples and apple orchards thing though yeah yeah simon how was your week Mark got a long, a lengthy one there. My week was all right, man. You know what I did do is, uh, and I guess I, do I owe a kind of an apology to Kamara, I guess. I watched you. Oh, awesome. All the seasons. He has to be stopped. And I just like, I was hate viewing it at, at by season three, but you, it's like Dexter. If you ask me, do you like Dexter? I would say, no, I hate that show. But I watched all seven seasons. Yeah, it's know? it's a weird. Yeah, it's probably like. Um, Hold on though, Dexter's a bit different because I feel like Dexter started somewhat intriguing and strong. Did it not? Yes, the first two seasons so of Dexter. Were that's my good. problem. You're you're only two seasons into you, and you already have that attitude of like, I don't like this. Oh no, but I'm watching it. Uh, weren't there like seven seasons? No, there's only two. There's only, only two. two. It felt like seven. Well, Anyways. that's what I'm saying. So it there's was, a difference. Uh, yeah, no. Dexter fell off. It's not a good show, Matt. It isn't. It's it's, it's not uh, serial killers for I know Listen. tweens. You know. Yeah, I told you, dude. I watched <laughs> like three seasons of Sneaky Pete, which I didn't like from even episode two, and I was still fucking. Anyway, what did you see last night? Did you see 1917? Oh, 1917. Dude. What a fucking amazing oh, I told movie. You. Jesus. But I got to say, yeah. I, I know we've talked a lot about Ottawa in this opening, but there's a theater in Ottawa. I'm not going to say the name of it because why well, give away a honeypot? But normal price, every theater has giant cushy chairs. I already know chairs. what you're talking about. That's the no, one no, I I, I'm not saying time. to you. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying to the, anybody in Ottawa who may or may not be listening. Um, but I went to Lansdowne, which is supposed to be this totally new fucking theater. I didn't do the special one. I did the AVX, which is still, you're paying like an extra seven bucks. It's shit, man. The seats are all close together. They're crappy. They're not comfortable. Hold like, on. I, I'll say this. If you're doing VIP... The VIP at Lansdowne is nice. If you're going to sit down and have yeah, a yeah, meal Yeah, yeah, they shit. weren't showing the movie I wanted to see. I though, get it. I'm so. just saying. It's still expensive. My point is, this other theater I'm talking about, which is a cheaper theater. You, you don't want to reveal? No, I'll tell you. Oh, you tell me after. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's okay, doing okay, a Joe. Okay. Yeah. Pulling the Joe. Oh, did he? He's been what? doing... Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm stepping all over Kamar's feed. Okay, okay, let's just... No, well, can I say something to yeah, you? Yeah, please. Real quick. When I was in Florida, the VIP there was unlike anything I've ever fucking seen. And people were hitting me up for my Instagram story, and they were like, oh, you guys don't have VIP in Ottawa? And I was like, no, no, hold on. Hold on. We have VIP. I was like, this shit is a notch above the it's, VIP. It's like, you know, like, like I was in the, the airport in Qatar two years ago and they were, the guy was taking me on the cart. He's like, this is 
Seven Diamond. And I go, what's Seven Diamond? He goes, the airport. Seven, <laughs> seven Diamond. And I go, what the fuck does that mean? I go, it's better than five stars. He goes, come on, man. Seven Diamond, much better. And I was just like, this is fucked. Well, like, what is Ottawa's airport? When we were... Uh... Ottawa's airport is voted as the nicest airport in North America. Is it a diamond? That's a bullshit is what it is. <laughs> it's a spade. Um, up at my cottage when we were... Uh, you know, when I was kind of a kid, I guess a young adult, there was this movie theater up there and it was like each theater, it was a tiny little place up in St. Adele, this little French town. And each theater had a different type of seats. So one theater had love seats. This was back when like, it was like, um, you know, stadium seats, but one, so it had no bar in between. So if you wanted to, you know, hook up with your neighbor or whatever, um, uh, one of the theaters had rocking chairs. Interesting. Which That's is so annoying. Which is normal now. You know, they all kind of rock back and forth. But it was so cool back in the day, man. Real quick, before we get started. One last thing about movies. I went out to Canada the other day to see Jojo Rabbit. And my buddy had told me, he's like, when you go out there, the concession's super weird. It's like a supermarket. So it's just like, even the popcorn is in like a thing where you just open the door and you grab your popcorn. They're getting rid of people. So everything is just out in the open. Like even the candy, they have bulk candy, like bulk bar, and they also have like regular candy. So is it cool? Well, here's the thing. There's only two people working the cash, just like anywhere else. So the lineup is mental. But what really fucked me up is we're in there and he goes, he goes, isn't that weird? And I look over and they have bags of chips. And I, and I, it, at first, the crinkling at Holy first, shit. hold on. At first, nothing struck me as odd. Cause like you're in what looks like a supermarket and there's all candy. So you're like, no, it's chips. And then he, and then he was like, no, no. Like, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. There's chips. And then we get in the movie and this chick behind me had a bag of Doritos and like, I'll give her this. She was doing her best. <laughs> Oh, dude, yeah, every hand in the bag. But the bite, too. No, and she uh, was doing the best there, too. She was doing the, not the, the chew, crunch. but the one where you just close your mouth, your Dang, tongue in the roof of your mouth. That, that, that is so good. And, like, well, I'll, I'll actually tell you, that was more distracting. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm sitting there going, props to this chick, man. She's really, you could tell that in her head. She was like, I've made a, I've made a very poor decision. <laughs> my Doritos night, at the time. My so. night at the movie theater started by, so it's three levels, right, at uh, Lansdowne? Yeah. And um, there's concessions on each floor, but I didn't know this. So I asked on the second floor, I can see all the lines. And there's a woman who works there going down the escalator. And I said, is there concessions on every floor? And she's like, oh, yeah. So I go up to the third floor and I get to the concession and it's closed. (laughs) And I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, she didn't lie. No, there are concessions on every floor. She just didn't tell me it was open. And then I get in there and the seats are fucked up. And I was just, my wife looks at me and I'm like (laughs) visually scowling. And she's like, what's your problem? I'm like, this theater is shit. Anyways. I also wear my emotions on my sleeve. I think, I think Ottawa has a nice airport. Our airport is trash garbage. I I disagree with you totally. It's nice and open and the big windows now. It used to be garbage. Let's rate this week. Ron White had the best joke back in that he did just for laughs. And he goes, uh, he goes, I took a connecting flight here to Montreal. Uh, I had to go through Ottawa because apparently my agent doesn't own a fucking globe. <laughs> and he goes, so I was at the Ottawa Airport Hair Care and Tire Center. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking laughed so hard. That's anyway, funny. That doesn't exist. It's not true. Yeah, but it's like, funny. It's, it's funny. hilarious. Very not, creative. To, fucking yokels. Very creative to make that up. Yeah. How was your week, Matt? My week was. Uh, did I go away? No. My week was shit. 
I didn't do shit. Anyway, you're probably wondering, why did these guys take 11 minutes of our time to not even get into the show? I just got back from China. Well, we start with that. <laughs> Kumar's jet lagged. He was in China. The real answer is simple. This week fucking sucked. There's probably not going to be a lot to talk about, although every time I say that, we go over three hours. Um, I This week sucked. I thought that this could be shorter than most. Yeah, you thought that too, yeah. Yeah. What are you? Th- oh, Simon is also. This the, week sucked. They're not wrong, right? This week blew. Yes. Solid. <laughs> yeah, we fucking well, we, know the, yeah. we know the second guest of the week blew for sure. Oh, oh, cut, oh. cut it out. Hey. Cut it out. Get this um, guy out of here. Yeah. So if you're new, you're probably like, why? They haven't even talked about Joe yet. Give it time. We're we'll just, get there. We're stretching the shit out, man. That's why you have to listen to shit about the Ottawa airport and uh, museums. There you go. Let me check the. Uh, oh, and movie theaters. I forgot that nonsense. Check the whiteboard. Um, Simon, what uh, what were the guests this week? Can you please give us a rundown? It's actually Kamar who now gives the rundown of the guests. <laughs> yeah, I'm working I'll, on the whiteboard I'll put schedule. Kamar in brackets <laughs> oh, next. Sorry. The, uh, so yeah, we, were, we had an interesting week with uh, I Thought You'd Never See Her Again, 1415 Barry Weiss. I'm so glad you said it. I didn't want to have to. I had to. I had to. Uh, then we had uh, The World's Strongest Gay, 1416 Rob Kearney. Uh, then we had a uh, Tybo fighter, uh, Kevin Ross, fourteen seventeen, and a round of the week, a really cute, nice episode, uh, Don Gavin, fourteen eighteen. Wow, Kamar, what a great job, man! I think I versa numbers uh, twice those. I, I don't think it matters. I, I I really like your little um, I'm comedy shtick that goes along with it. He's following the two inches of the whiteboard he can see. <laughs> so as he's, you just, see, he's just in the dark now. I'm now done. I like that the only thing you can see though is no Joe List, Mike Baker. Boom. Yeah, Chris, I can see Chris Cresser's. <laughs> okay. You get some things go. right. There you go. So we'll Let's start rate this the week. Sh- oh fuck. You can't see the whiteboard. I, I can't, man. All it's right. fine. Yeah. Let's, so we'll start with you, oh, Simon. Hold on. No, I got to write the shit down. So okay, we'll start, start with, with Kamar. Else. Kamar, rate the week. Four, four guests. Now, technically, two. One of them, and I'm glad it wasn't because we wouldn't have. I wouldn't have listened to it had it been. But technically, one of them I thought should have been an MMA when it dropped. Yes. Yes. Like yes I was yes, pissed. Yes. Yes. yes what yes, is yes. the week, Kamar? Sixty-six. Yes, sir. Um, three guests. Four. Four guests, four guests, only one repeater. I had been clamoring for diversity. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. Oh, and you got it. <laughs> I got that. You got diversity. that diversity. I give it a three. I give it a three. You give it a three. Well, I, uh, it's a very generous. I give this week a one and a half. Oh, no, no, no. That's harsh. Sorry. Hold on. I'll give it a two. Because the one I thought should have been an MMA actually turned out to be a great fucking episode. I think we're going to change around by the end of this. Maybe. This Either time. way, I'm going with a two. And I'm going to go with a 175. Whoa. Bottom of the right, barrel. Right in the middle of where I was and where I ended up. Mm-hmm. Well, I was... Your your change of heart affected my rating. Oh, you were you went up as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to seem like the fucking. You don't want to be the cold blooded one. The the fucking. Maybe I should put forth a motion. Maybe I should put forth a motion right now. I'm putting forth a motion. Part of me <laughs> sustained <laughs> practicing um, that we uh, get our rating before we we see each other. So we do not make this rating based on what one else gives. So what, you got to write down your rating before the week starts? No, that's ridiculous. Motion denied. <laughs> there it is. Get used Over, to that. Overruled. Get used to that too. Come You're on. out of order. Of course, just yelling cliches in the courtroom the whole time. Yes. 
And they go, we can't argue with this. You can't handle the truth. Dismissed. They're like, sir, we just said the date. You, sir, are suspect. (laughs) These are running into other movies. All right, let's get started. Simon. 1415 Barry, Barry Weiss. I don't know. Is it Barry or Barry? Let's call her Barry. Barry. Welcome, our Barry, Barry Bat. (laughs) Barry, Barry, Barry Bat. I just think it's hilarious that you were like, this chick is absolutely, you were so steadfast and like, just certain. So hold on a second, just before we start here. Sure. Um, sure. You so thought I, this was a bad episode? I uh, uh, Do you want my three points? Yeah, just get it all out. I, I want to know what you think about I I don't understand your hate for this girl. I, I don't get it. I only hated on her because she misused a word to Joe and then couldn't back up her definition of the word. Okay. Hold on. So you hated a chick based on that. Well, any hate I gave her, I didn't hate her. You Fair know enough. what I mean? I'm just saying that was my... Either way, I was the only one that did any defending of her. But we yeah. both defended yeah. her, yeah. Matt, because yeah. I yes, remember saying she and went you're gonna to, have to defend Harvard. Her again. Anyways, go ahead, Kamara. Let, let's start this. Again. Let's start this. Well, I don't understand. Uh, lay out my case. Is that what I should yeah, do? Yeah, lay it out. Um, so the first thing she said about Omar... Ilmar Omar, whatever, the politician who's, you know, bigoted by Trump or whatever, but uh, she's uh, says a lot of anti-Semitic remarks. So right off the bat, I'm thinking... She, oh, the politician exactly. says a lot of anti-Semitic remarks. And so right off the bat, she's an enemy of Barry for what we're about to hear Barry talk about, her book. Yeah. And then um, I think the, the when I was like, yeah, this is no good, it was the circumcision moment. When uh, she was like, Andrew Yang's all right, which was great because uh, Joe acknowledged acknowledged that he's, I totally forgot to say his name. Which I had said last week. And uh, they brought up that Andrew Yang is against circumcisions. And um, Joe went off on her because she didn't know what she was talking about. And then the last one was when she said, and last week, Tucker Carlson had a white supremacist on his show. And they clamored and they couldn't find it. And it's just the same old Barry to me. And then for me, I looked at this. Uh, I'm glad they say she's an opinion writer. You know what I mean? Yes. That's all right to, to be in a paper. It's di- that's totally different from a journalist who's covering stuff. So yeah, I give her that. So she can have her opinion and, and whatever. And she can write stuff I agree with or disagree with. But I felt like she took a tragedy and like made it about herself to r- write a book. I will say this. And and if not for the anti-Semitism that we've received on this show, I would dismiss her completely. But I, I heard what she said and it, uh, no, but do you know what I mean? If I didn't see it with my own eyes, I get what I would saying. think she was fear mongering and being and way I, over I the top. I somewhat agree with them too. In what she was saying. I thought the same thing, Kamar. But I, I was like, Simon, you're very, you seem very dismissive of what I, he's saying. I don't, I don't think she's crazy. Like, She's not as bad because she's an opinion writer. I mean, that, that's what it is. But she still doesn't know what she's talking about, I don't think. I'll say two things. The first is, <clears throat> I'm with you on the opinion thing, because there were so many times in this where she said things so definitively and then was like, Jamie, maybe look that up. And I was like, wait, wait, hold on. So you're not even certain? No, by the like, end, she was just throwing Hail Marys, man. Well, hold on. But I will also say, to Kamara's credit, I thought the same thing. During this episode... Um. 
I mean, it's also the way she talks. Like, she sounded like she was going to cry, so that doesn't I think she help. has a hot voice. I, I do like listening to her talk. Fair enough. Maybe she should have a podcast. Um, but yeah, Simon, as like a non-Jew, you know, I only have my experience in this world. So I definitely like, since I respond to a lot of the emails or like Reddit or since the fake, you know, the Instagram, stuff like that. Not like there's a ton, but we've definitely seen some anti-Semitic comments and... I just find it weird that it would take that for to convince you that there's anti-Semitism in no, this world. No, but that like, is a special type of racism like she described. Yeah, I know there's anti-Semitism. I'm not retarded. Like, all sides hate the Jews? Or something? Whereas, like, it was just... It was just it, like, there are some people who don't hate the blacks? but the, or, or vice versa, or blacks hate Jews. It's so convoluted, but the way she defined it is that everyone hates her. And that's the other thing. Soleimani, who do you think had Soleimani killed who wanted him dead more the, than America the Jews is that what Israel, Israel of course they were behind him of course it only benefits them and makes them safer I think I think the important part of what she said is to there's a huge difference between the Jews and, and Israel. Israel like and the way you're talking Kamar you're talking about Israel you're not talking about Jewish people can I yeah, say this I though? guess I was just thinking of Jewish people in Israel I want to say this um the is the Israel talk is actually where she lost me in a big way, and I felt like her argument fucking sucked. Like for her to just be like, "The Jews are there. It's called Israel. What do you want us to do about it?" It's like okay, but I I don't know. I just felt like her argument sucked. That argument itself was just very shitty. Uh, uh, on paper, uh, Iran hates the Jews. Like that, that she described that whole sentiment. He well, was the, all their neighbors. <laughs> there's not a neighbor that the Jews have. They're surrounded by enemies. So him being I feel like killed, the water was, around them. Hates so him, him being killed was good for Jews. What's your point? She she thought it was a bad thing. Well, I think she thought it was a bad thing just because. Let's say the let's say Israel Israel wanted it done, but. When it gets done, there's all these... Re- like, all of a sudden, now, all their neighbors are fired up and pissed off, and they're all on high alert. You know, I think that's the point maybe she was making, was that maybe they wanted it, but, you know, there's things you want in life, and then you get it, and you're like, oh, this is not worth the trouble. And I can see the flashback of, like, unintended concept. It makes them look worse or, or even more angers people. So, yeah, it's a mess over there. But been a mess over there since the 40s <laughs> i think like if she, if she wrote <laughs> if she wrote that book anyone who was like at the vegas shooting should have a book well anyone at the vegas no, shooting anyone could who, have a book anyone who knew someone who okay, went fine, to the vegas shooting i just look at it like this she um who do you want to sorry who do you want to write books about the Holocaust? Just the people who were actually in the Holocaust? No, she she wrote about that massacre in Pittsburgh. No, I'm but I'm asking, like, what's really what's the difference, right? You're saying she wasn't there, so why should she write it? And she was just writing how it affected her. Well, I, you I, don't know that. You don't. You haven't read the book. And well, what no, I would, that's what she's saying. I what, thought. Okay, but she's also what. What I would argue to you is that she wrote the book because a she's a journalist, so she can probably write fairly well. I would assume. Oh, it all makes sense. Well, she speaks very well. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, it would make sense for someone to be like, I know all the parties involved, or a good portion of them personally. I can get intimate information and knowledge, and then I can write a good book. I don't. I don't see the problem with that. It makes sense. It makes perfect sense to me. I still feel the other way. Okay. You just said it makes sense, though. No, no. I, 
why wouldn't she write a book? But yeah. it still looks like she's capitalizing on it. I, I think you're being overly this, harsh. I think we could pull up a thousand books right now and I could make the same argument. Yeah, and like, I'd probably it, agree. With any with anything, anything you're making money from, like Yeah. That's it's just a silly argument. I guess I give her kudos to have the get up to, to do it and execute oh. a book. I just find it you're on quite a high horse sitting recording a podcast called the Joe Rogan well, Experience just, Experience. <laughs> And anything you do that you're making money from, the same argument can be made. And someone can look at me and say, I'm a fucking idiot. There's nothing I can do about it. I mean, wh- well, I mean, she would certainly we talk here? circles around you. That's that's a given. I, I don't on. know that. If you're Kay. saying, hold on, wait, wait, wait. If you don't think that, you are so fucking mistaken, my friend. Why? What Why? topic? Oh, oh, here. Anything? I, I bet you about anything. Forget it. You're wrong. Really? You're both wrong. Dude, maybe, maybe go you're back. fucking nuts, man. Kamar, you maybe, are nuts. Maybe log on to the Patreon and listen to the Moon Debate again. You are nuts. No, this is this is crazy. Like, she is... She, the, she, she is knows a smart what she lady. Knows. No, I think she's... Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I don't I know her so. personally. I think you're wrong. Well, I know Simon, you, so I know I like one thing. Simon on the last time was slightly on the wrong side of history, so now he's doubling down on the other side. On what, the Moon Debate? <laughs> no, on Barry Weiss. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I just listen. I there was no part of me during this where I was like, fuck this bitch. You know what I mean? It's she came across. Well, she had interesting things to say. Kamar had a previous hate on about her. If she had never been on before, he would have thought this episode was great. She did a good job. That makes sense. She did a good job. She answered all the questions Joe asked. She didn't say words that she didn't know the definitions to. She did a bunch of times. I I will say this, Simon. Like what? She just had a bunch of, you know, is it moments? Listen, trust me. Same thing. Again, we're never going to be on there. But if we ever do, there are going to be things I say that I'm going to have to say, Jamie, could you check that, please? Because I'm an idiot or whatever, you know? Yeah. I'm human. I will not want to make that mistake, so I won't be talking. That's well, that's a good play because we mispronounce words on this all the time. All the time, man. I'll be the lead singer in the corner. Look who we're talking about, Uncle Joey over here. (laughs) Come on. You guys like Barry Weiss more than you like me. That's cool. No, I listen. I can sleep at night. No, I just think, uh, I mean, I'll say this, Simon, to sit there and say, like, I think she did really well. She answered all the questions. She didn't fuck up anymore. Like, I still didn't, I don't know. I still didn't love this episode. I don't think poorly of Barry Weiss. Don't get me wrong. I just, I also don't agree with her on I everything. didn't love this episode I know, either, I, listen, I'm but just, I don't think that... I don't think that she did a bad job. I don't like this episode because I thought thought it was boring. You know. Yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. I'm with you. That's. But she didn't do. Criteria. She didn't do a bad job. She, in my opinion, would not be on any sort of no Joe list. She was fine. You I know agree. What I mean? Listen, like, I would have put her no Joe list, but it was the same old Barry. Listen, I was the one that said. I was the one that said months ago she'd be back, and because I same old Barry. same old Barry this guy, man. It's it's a feeling you get right when sure. you listen to someone and you just. I feel like he's empowered because of how much hate she got online. And I'm just Definitely. wondering hey, how much helps. of that hate was uh, unfounded. It could but also it, be the Russian troll farms. You don't know that. It could be a, a number just of trying things. trying to discredit her. It was after the fact. Oh, I didn't I think for, it was I, I have formed my opinion and then it supported it. And so, yeah, that created a monster. But what was interesting is... The hot topic of the week is uh, Joe and Doris Bernie on this episode. 
Okay, but he didn't. He did the same thing he said a million times about uh, Yang, about Gabbard, way more than... Well, if if you're saying he, he endorsed Bernie, then he endorsed Tulsi Gabbard months and months ago. But it was Barry Weiss saying, who would you vote for? He said, I'd vote for Bernie. That, those are the words that came out of his mouth, you know what I mean? So, and you can only vote for one person, so... I thought he was insinuating, like, if it came to Bernie and Trump, who would you vote for? He would vote for Bernie. Regard- That's not him endorsing Bernie. <laughs> Regardless of what happens, it's gone insane. Agreed. But I'm just saying, between the three of us, like, we listen to Rogan all the time. But we're listening to a far-right, misogynistic, homophobic podcast. I mean, this is what they're framing, CNN. No... That's what he, Joe Rogan is described by by the mainstream media. That's what I texted that tells you Trump this is, weekend. Far and in, in quotations, remember far right transphobic. Like we, what we, are you talking for about? real, buddy? We I texted that to you. I, Look, I have it too. I, I wrote it down. Um, well, I'll show it to you after. It, it's like uh, I sit here thinking I'm walking, listening to a run of the mill podcast. Nothing crazy is going on. You know, there's no hate. The intention is right. All voices are heard. That's what, and I'm told now by the mainstream media that I'm like a bad person doing like involved in stuff that I would all disagree with or not support. Like it's just out of curiosity, you keep pushing. throwing CNN out there. When did CNN call Joe Rogan right wing and a, trans? A day ago, I I got it though. Yeah, but what I think you're see, this is the problem with the mainstream media in general. CNN could write a piece on their website where they quote someone else as calling him right-wing transphobic, and then all of a sudden it's CNN calling him that, when they're not. They're just quoting... Well, this is what they say. Bernie Sanders is facing backlash from Democrats after his campaign trumpeted an endorsement from comedian Joe Rogan, a popular podcast and YouTube talk show host with a history of making racist, homophobic, and transphobic comments. So it's true, but it sounds like it's an indictment. The way they're they're framing Whoa, Joe. How is it true though? He's made racist and trans. He's I, he's said nigger or he's said uh, uh, he's talked about trans. Hold on, first of all, that's just a word. The I same don't know way if it's transphobic. The, the though, same yeah. way if I sit here and like if I'm if I'm describing to if I tell Simon a story and I'm like this guy ran down the street up to this guy and he called him a kike. I'm not a racist because I just said that word. Well, you'd be an anti-Semite, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> Fine, but my point is, is just because you say a word doesn't make you a racist. Well, not I will that, say this. in that context, you were telling a story. Well, but even then, you could... Okay, fine. But, and I will say this. He's definitely said some transphobic stuff because he just doesn't... He's a comedian. Well, no, but he doesn't. He also doesn't believe that the trans people should be pretty much involved in sport in any way. All that stuff, that, that's classified as transphobic. Yeah, I get it. That, that's where I'm agreeing with the comments slightly. I mean, oh, no, I'm, I'm all these things are true, but I don't think it's a bad thing. Like they're framing it as a bad. Th- that's how I see it, and it's just it's big in the news. Like I know. I mean, the way it's written, the way it's written is ridiculous. We thought Joe would be a great endorsement for a candidate two weeks ago. We thought, what if Joe really supported one person? Would it make a difference? Remember? But maybe it. it no, here, we, here's the point. Maybe it is once a time to go to the polls. Like you're just, you know how we always say it, the haters, it's only this tiny little few. Well, it's the same with the mainstream media. Like it's just a tiny few people who are deciding the narrative 
It doesn't mean it's going to play out, and it doesn't mean it's going to dictate at the polls. I guess I wonder what their intention is. Well, it could be this too, though, Simon. It could also be that, like the hate, the haters are more likely to go leave a bad review. So maybe they'll be so mad that Joe was called right wing that they'll go out and vote. Now, again, they might just go out and vote Trump because they're like, well, if you think I'm right wing anyway, then fuck you. But I'm just saying it might be a call to action. I see what you're saying. It's kind of how I said if... um, it ever came to Hillary actually winning, you'd get way more men going out there to try and stop, you know, having a woman as president. I mean, either way, there's 360 million people in the States, which means Joe's listenership is about one and a half percent. That's assuming that all those listeners are in the US, which we know they're not. So if you actually think about American ears on his show that can vote, Fuck, I don't know. You probably have like less than 1% of again, the U.S. population. It's not concentrated. It's not like they all are one place to vote. They're exactly. spread out all exactly. over. Exactly. And so again, even if he does That's have a... a good co- point, man. Even if he does a have... A thousand voters all over the country. Yeah, even if he does have a call to action, all those people do go out. I mean, keep in mind, we know that the voter turnout in the States is like only 10% of the general population. So maybe then because it's such a low turnout, if you can turn just the tiniest fraction, that can make a difference. No, but that, that no, but Kamar's also point. Well, no, Kamar's point was better because they're all spread out because of gerrymandering. It doesn't really matter because we know that the popular gerrymandering, how they make districts. That's where they, they fuck. They've changed districts in the States so that they can get more voters. So basically if they, if they realize there's a pocket of Republicans, they, it's called gerrymandering. They try to change the district to get that pocket of Republicans in there. Like Jerry, like the ma- a man, Jerry. Yeah, gerrymandering. It's, it's one word, like it's, it's gerrymandering. It's J-E-R-R-Y mandering. Yeah. Like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that was my point, is to, to strengthen what Kamara was saying, is because they're all spread out. Yeah. It's just huge news. It's made huge news. Yeah. Like if you, there people are talking. about Yeah, yeah. No, listen. I, I read. I read all the articles. I just don't agree with any of them. I well, think. Yeah, it's that's just, the weirdest thing. But even um, then, I also like you. I also don't agree that he endorsed Bernie. No, he didn't. Th- this is what I mean. What's it called uh, when you put the headline to get the views? Uh, clickbait. Cl- that's exactly what this uh, is. Yes, okay. It's clickbait, and they made up a story like. Because again, if he said he supported Bernie, then he's already said he's supported three other candidates. So where's well, the the news on that? Week, this week coming, he will clarify, I think. But even then, Simon... Uh, Address it. Kamar, it's one of those things where like, let's say I work for TMZ and I approach Simon on the street and I'm like, would you rather... Um, I don't know. Would you rather get your dick caught in a vice or would you rather grind your dick with the cheese grater? And he's like, I hate both these options, but I don't know. I guess I'll grater. go with the grater. And then the, the headline I make the next day is like right wing transphobic Simon Anisman says he'd like to take a cheese grater to his dick. Like I, it's I, the exact same thing as the the, the um, debates where he's like, Bernie, did you uh, did you say she a woman can never be president? Um, no, no. Uh, whatever your name Warren, is. How did it feel when? He- yeah, when he said that, like, go fuck yourself. It's the same thing, man. But the problem is, what I'm thinking. Like I said, what the fuck is your attention? Because we sit here again. We're not listening to this hate-filled podcast and doing a show about it. Well, that's what we think. Yeah. What but, the hell is their intention? But we're looked upon as doing just that because it's we're a, glorifying a transphobic. It's a left podcast. A left. Broadcast CNN, and there are a million people who think what they're saying is true. And just hold on, it's a left broadcast, right? 
It's supposed to be left-leaning. It's supposed to be... It is. It's owned by liberals. Like, there's no doubt about that. I get it. I'm just telling you. No, no, no. But so I'm saying, so they're trying to smear Bernie by... It's all to to bring Hillary in. Oh, well... Hold on. You have... First of all... It's, well, why are they doing that? Stop. It doesn't well, make it's any new. sense. They're a news organization. You're talking about why did they paint it that way? Yeah. Why are they running the okay, narrative? But what I'm saying like, to why are they you is they Sanders? ran it because it's news. No, because if it was actually news, they would have ran the same story about Tulsi months back and they would have ran the same story well, about the, the last yeah, person yeah. Joe had on there. Yeah. Like, I think the problem may be that because it was Barry Weiss and her whole like all her cronies probably watched and listened to the episode. So they don't listen to Joe Rogan all the time. So they listen to this one. That's also a good point. And on this one in particular, they heard him say, well, I would vote for Bernie. And then all of a sudden, all those fucking, all those people are like, wait a minute, this guy's a Bernie supporter. Interesting. And so if we look at it on a matrix level, Barry fucked Bernie. (laughs) (laughs) By asking him the question, take this controversy. It's, it's controversy who's suffering is burning time, right? yeah. i mean i'll say this i don't know why like it it feels to me like either barry weiss does never listen like she just never listens to the show but she didn't need to ask joe like who did you think he was gonna say trump did you think he was gonna say biden he's had he's had three people on and we heard him less than a week ago say I did not I declined having the rest of them on I think she was thrown off because of the circumcision thing Ugh. she thought she was just making this off the cuff statement and Joe just goes so fucking hard in the paint she died know? a thousand deaths <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was thinking with that argument if uh, if Men can't have any say over a woman's body with abortion. Women can't have any say over. Fuck. They have no discussion. Hold on, but we do have the, we do have tons of say. So get the fuck out of here. Well, no, you you can't you can't stop a woman from having an abortion. You don't you don't have any say, Matty. You can't stop it. Stop. Hold on. They and you can't make it stop. happen. Stop. Male lawmakers in the states change the law in a, a fucking state where the now state. they can't. Have abortions. I'm talking about us. In Fine, yes. Yeah. Me, myself, you, I can't. Matthew yes. Floyd, I have no control do to shit. do that. Yeah. Yes. It's still a discussion, an argument in this country. It's not a rested issue. And that's just one state or two states, right? It's not. Sure. But it, the, it, it's an example. But my point being is we can't say, tell, say anything to a woman about her body and abortion. But, but men do all the time. But well, what do you, you mean? And, you and this can, decision is made for a child when they're young. It has nothing to do whether you're a, a man or a woman you, making that decision. It, it, well, no, for her to have an opinion, she shouldn't like a, a, a woman shouldn't say, oh, I think all men should be circumcised. Hold on. First of all, no, but stop. Exactly. Ha- a parent on, can have an opinion. She has an opinion. She's a woman and she's a Jew. So she has and a she's fair, an opinion. So writer. she's strongly going to lean towards you should cut the tip of the dick off. That's I also didn't feel like she. Listen, she said, look, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know enough about it. She only knows because it's something that Jews do. You know what I mean? It's not. And she's uh, a woman. She's like, this thing's way sleeker looking. So, I just Well, enjoyed. she gave the argument of sexually transmitted diseases, which is like the most archaic argument of all time, you know? Yeah, she dug herself a hole there. I just don't think women, we don't, we have no say in abortion. Women have no say in circumcision. No, I don't think that's I true. think it makes sense. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna argue. I with like you. the world Kamar lives in because it's just like his world. Yeah, it's nice. It's my matrix. I wish it's I my could simulation. do that. I wish I could it's do my that. Simulation. Yeah. That's it. I gotta just start living the world that I want to live in. It's gotta be nice.
Some days you are f- better you than form others. Form your own simu. Some days are better than others. What does he yell in Vanilla Sky? Remember when the guy shows up and tells him he's in a simulation? No. Nope. Tech support. Maybe you should just start yelling tech support in court next week tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> He'll end up in the fucking loony bin. I can't talk at work. What do you... All... Most of the women I work with are Bur- Burundian. And they speak like... Uh, I don't know what they speak. They speak Burundian, but... It, the, so they're from Bermuda? What the, Bur- what the fuck is Burundium? Bur- Burundi. The country of Burundi. Where the fuck is that? There's Africa. a country called Burundi? Yeah. Wow. Kamar's just, they're not even from there. Kamar's just trying to drop fucking... What, what do you think of a Cerrone Connor fake fight? Come on, man. Really? I don't think it's... The, but it got play. I couldn't believe like there well, were we'll actually hit, we'll people... Hit that in the post yeah, that, that, I thought they talked about it in this episode. In Barry, Barry Weiss? Weiss? What are you? Jesus fuck Christ. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course I brought, didn't think she that. She brought it up. I littered this whole thing with things that have nothing to do with Barry Weiss. I apologize. That was a great one. Uh, do you have anything else for Barry Weiss, Simon? Well, yeah. You know what? Uh, this is the truth. Okay? Can I ask you a question real quick? Sorry. Yeah, sure. Can you just table that? Because I will forget and you have mm, stuff written down. I got it. What do you feel about Israel, not as a country, because it is a country, but like, well, no, what I mean is, should they have been given Israel? Is that what you're asking? Well, they took it. They didn't, they weren't, God gave it to them, right? No, America, 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 what are we doing here? It was America. Well, it wasn't just America. It was the, if America wasn't involved, it couldn't be done. It was after, a coalition. It was after a coalition. the war, after World War Two, it yeah. was given to. That's when Israel was founded. I understand that. But what before I'm saying is, that, before that, it was, that, it was Palestine, Canaan. It was you know at the beginning, it was where the Jews were from. For, okay, my point is just this: like, she sits there and argues that like you know anti-Semitism is this special thing and it's different and Jews are different and it's like a different kind of race and religion and whatever. And so, okay, all that's fine. But like, name a time in modern history when a a plot of land was just given to a religious group of people when people had already occupied it. And then even worse, and now here's what really fucks me up though, is fine, they gave it to them. Israel has spent the last 70 years just expanding that territory. Have they not? I don't, I don't think they've... I don't know, Matt. I don't know enough about it to... Uh, Fair enough. And I don't think you do either. No, I probably I don't. I think that statement is probably wildly unfounded. It is not. Because I think they've given up a lot of land to... Uh, again, I don't know enough about it, man. Like, and I... All I know is it was given to them. And what do you... Like, look, you're, you're a guy, okay? And um, you go to jail. You go to jail for uh, for rape. And after the jail is over, or uh, during your thing, they find that you're an innocent man. They let you out and they give you a bunch of money and a house. You know what I mean? Do you then say, uh, that's not my home? No, but hold on. Different. Do they throw some, like, someone was living in that house and was asked to leave? Yeah, Yeah. Again, look, I'm not, but it, it happened. Whether whether it was right or not, it was given to them. Sure, but so well, then, what but do stop. you want to happen? Well, not I'm I'm not arguing for something to happen. See, my point is right there. Is the disconnect is it happened? So whatever, like we do it in Canada all the time. Like whatever, we stole the natives' land. What do you want us to do? I, I would hope again. I don't know enough about it, but 
I don't know. I just would, I think there would have been some thinking that went into, I don't know, man. I like, I don't know who were they displacing? Where were they displacing? Was it a nomadic people? Was it okay to like, I get it. It all comes down to religion, which is weird, but if the religion had nothing to do with it, you know what I'm saying? Would it, but that's where it's okay. But so there's my point right there. Did they give them land somewhere else to move them from there? I don't know any of this, man. The religious thing is super weird. A, and then also to say, and they do say this, that God promised them the land. Like you, you, we can't in this day and age, well, you can't just shrug it off. I mean, we should have given them Saskatchewan. <laughs> that's it. way bigger than yeah. Israel. There's no way that's bigger than Israel. Really? What? Yeah. Saskatchewan. Like Maybe I wonder is, in yeah. retrospect, if they were like, you know, we wish we had gotten Saskatchewan because this is an untenable, <laughs> an untenable situation to guard. You know what I mean? You gave us a piece of land that's surrounded by people who, like Matt saying, just want to take this land back. Well, but they could have gotten Saskatchewan where nobody would give a fuck. Well, that's my so my whole point but is it's not that the holy it's, land. They argue, it's but hold on, it's religious. I get it, but my whole thing is it's everyone's religious holy land. Correct? It's not just it's, the Jews. It's a lot it's, of. Uh, but I mean, there are people like Israel or uh, Jerusalem is separated into four quarters, right? Of four different religions. So it's not just Jews. Look, I, I mean, I get it. Again, Simon, I'm not trying to have an argument with you. I'm not trying to bait you into like a fucking right wing Simon Anisman. I, I really, like I said, I don't know. I, enough. Fair I, I enough. Don't, fair enough. I don't care. Like I don't live there. So yeah. yeah it doesn't affect my day to day. You know what I mean? My dad is much more into it. Like I, I find that people who the last generation supported Israel a lot more, I feel than this generation supports Israel. Cause I mean, when I look at it and think about it, like she talks about how few Jews there are and like, I don't know. I, I think even if they did take Saskatchewan, you guys would still have neighbors. It would be Alberta and fucking Manitoba that would hate you somehow. You know what I mean? Like, here, come here. Well, it couldn't be Saskatchewan, but I just mean, you know. I get it, but my point is, like, I'm not sure, because she talked about how few people there were, how few Jews there were around the world, and how, regardless of where they go, they seem to be hated. And to give anybody land, I feel like you'd have to displace somebody, Uh, you know? Otherwise, you're just dropping people into the middle of fucking nowhere. Well, yes, and okay, listen, but... Religion doesn't have like a homeland. Religion doesn't necessarily, even though it does. Can I get some of that? Yeah, why oh. you pass that back to me? That's right. He showed me how small Israel was, and then took took the joint and gave it back to you. Saskatchewan's seven times bigger. Yeah, when I thought about it after Kamar, I realized how. Stupid oh no, no, I wasn't trying to put it in your face. I was just for it's fine. Barry Weiss came back, so for posterity. Yeah, she really articulated and made me see something maybe I didn't see, but uh, and uh, it was the same old Barry, other than that. I will say that listening to her talk about anti-Semitism and like how fired up and like passionate she got, it definitely was uh, well, eye opening. I mean, sure. the idea of anti-Semitism, just see, it's stupid, you know, what As I mean? it's like, like homophobic, anything, any emism. It's so dumb that you would choose to insult me because of. Well, I mean, Simon, you're preaching to the choir. We need to have. An anti-Semite here to ask, like, what is it exactly? No, but I'm just saying, like, there are plenty of things to insult me about. You know what I'm saying? But again, I think it's all inherited. Like that kid on the fucking How Reddit. How sure you are? Like that kid on the Reddit. Taller than you are. 
that kid on the Reddit the other day. Simon is so fucked about his height. He, he the other day, the other day he asked me, he goes, "How how tall do you think you are?" And I go, "I'm like five ten, five ten and a half." And he looks at me, and he goes, "Are you sure?" And I go, "Dude, I, I just slouch a lot, Simon." And, and he he goes, "Cause I'm five ten, five eleven, and we stand up, and I'm like the same height." And he was like, "I thought you were like five six maybe five seven i was just demonstrating that you can't make fun of him for his race but you can't make fun for his height yeah <laughs> sure what was i saying before that fuck I don't know. um oh what i was gonna oh, say wait, no sorry real quick uh, what i was saying was the kid on the reddit that was like i fucking hate jews yeah and like i asked him the simplest question i was like or someone said what is it about jews and he it, there again couldn't even piece together a thought well because it doesn't make any sense yeah, but my point is, it, like, either he was so dumb or so indoctrinated into it that he couldn't even be, like, because they run banking or, you know what I mean? Like, he couldn't even make up the cliched, why mm-hmm. do I hate Jews thing. I mean, I, 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 Listen, I agree, Simon. Hating someone for any reason other than a personal thing is ridiculous. It's stupid. Unless you've met someone and they've wronged you, hating someone is just fucking ridiculous. I don't even hate Chris Kresser or Mike Baker. I just don't want to see them on the show anymore. No. Sorry, Simon, I cut you off twice. So what was your point? The thing I was tabling. Sorry. I was just thinking how, you know, that, like everybody is so scared. Trump is the enemy. Trump is the enemy. Like they've they focused on this, obviously, you know. The real enemy is Amazon. When you think about it, though, like Matt and I talked about it the other day about uh, just the amount of money that these fucking crooks get away with. But they are slowly but surely taking over everything, everything, grocery, like there's just nothing that they don't touch. What was the company in Resident Evil? Umbrella Corp. Well, that's what I was going to bring up. Um, Jeff Bezos owns Amazon and the Washington Post. And so uh, Khashoggi was uh, the reporter that killed was a Washington Post reporter. Right. And then... um, so Bezos killed Khashoggi? Bezos' ha- phone was hacked and uh, his affair started. And everyone thought it was the Inquirer and Trump because the Washington Post was uh, writing shitty stories about Trump. But it turns out it was uh, Saudi Arabia hacked his phone. Hmm. And they they were fucking with him and they want to know about Sh- Khashoggi. Wow. So Saudi Arabia is enemies with Jeff Bezos. With Amazon. So they are now your friend. Mm, that's like, uh, do you have a lawn? Then you have a lawnmower in your day. <laughs> that's what's really uh, weird like about the, that logic. That's what's really weird about the states, though, is the states like openly supports Israel, like one of their biggest allies, and then they also support the Saudis. The fact that they support the Saudis, period, is fucking wild. They still stone women to death in the streets. All that shit. But then that makes you wonder, like, how much of it is optics, and how much of it is like people just backdoor deals, and then the. I don't know, man. Like the, I just feel like we don't even understand the real workings of anything over there. Of course you know not. what I'm saying? And I don't then, think we understand the real we, workings of anything over here. This is what I'm saying. If we were to ever really see behind the, uh, the iron curtain, not the iron curtain, the, uh, whatever, I, it, I think it would blow the minds of like anybody who thought there was, um, rhyme or reason or justice or you know it's i think i think it's a fucking circus man it's like i always say gluttony pakistan hates india (laughs) 
India hates Pakistan. They were both once the, the same place. Um, whose side are you on? Myanmar. That wasn't a choice. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about, well, you, you, the, the point is you can't choose any side because you don't know what you're talking about. But why would you be on any side? You're a Canadian. You know what I mean? Uh, Whose side am I on in Israel-Palestine? Again, why would you be on any side? Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was trying okay, to say. Okay, well, I mean, I Yeah, but you still have the discussion. Yeah, yeah. Like, I again, I have that. no side in that Israel-Palestine thing, but I think it's worth discussing. But do you know, do you know um, whose side you should take in Pakistan and Afghanistan? Uh, no. Me neither. Joe keeps bringing up this, uh, just back to Joe, you know the reason we're on this uh, podcast, um, keeps bringing up this Bernie-Tulsi combo, though. And that was where they got this whole thing from, right? He said if they could somehow get he together, still said, he said it again. that would be somebody I would vote for. Mm-hmm. They extrapolated that statement to be... But do you think that's Joe trying to get, like, just trying to put that out in the... I don't think Joe's affected at all by this. It isn't like... Oh, I know. What I'm saying to you... Listen, he's probably gotten rich off the is Trump that economy. Him, is what that I'm saying is that putting him idea? in the ether? Just putting it like, the more you say it, Bernie Tulsi, Bernie Tulsi, Bernie Tulsi. Well, that's you know how I mean? you like, affect the uh, simulation, right? That's what I'm saying. You just keep thinking it. It's interesting. It's just interesting that you'd think the CNN would be supporting Bernie Sanders. Every time I see Bernie, I really, I, I agree with her. I just see Larry David doing Bernie. Like, why does CNN hate Bernie Sanders? Why does CNN hate? Because they're going, they're ushering in Hillary. That's that is what be. is happening. Did either of you watch the first episode of Curb? No. Oh my God. It's fucking incredible. I, I watched it right after it's this. Fucking incredible. It's the best. Yeah. It so is, it's good. very good. Good, good recommendation, Jamie. Oh, and there was a huge, I'll tell you after the show, Epstein moment yeah, in this I episode. Know. But he's been doing that with every guest. Yeah, it's ridiculous. What's going on here? I don't know, but it's, 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 uh, what's her name, man? It's driving me crazy. Giselle. With the book? Yeah. Yeah. Who'd you say? Giselle. Giselaine. Giselaine. It's not Giselaine. No, no. No, the woman uh, with the book who, who was came like, on. You're going to have to buy the, you're going to have to read the, read the book, the Joe. Annie. You're going to have to read the book, hey, Joe. Hey, guys, is Bernie Jewish? Yes. Are you oh, sure? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, what is Joe talking about, man? Of course Bernie's Jewish. That was a weird moment. Maybe that's the anti-Semitic moment. Bernie's so Jewish, he looks like he's been circumcised twice. Yes. <laughs> Joe, I just didn't even know what was going on there, man. He must have had like a, a brain fart, eh? Like he must have known that. Yeah, he, just he, he was just said it and then trying it was to make too her late. look smart. You know what, though, Simon? Sometimes you just like don't even think about something. Like I saw this thing the other day where Woody Harrelson, it's like an old interview where Woody Harrelson and the Hemsworth brother are doing like those tandem interviews for Hunger Games. And the interviewer asks the Hemsworth, he's like, so your brother has a big movie coming out this uh, weekend? And he's like, yeah, yeah, he's, uh, you know, God of Lightning. And you just see Woody Harrelson like look over at him in shock and he goes, oh, my God, that's your brother. And he did like like they've recorded they've done three movies together and Woody Harrelson finally is just putting it together and oh, he goes he smokes a lot of weed but you know what I mean like Joe smokes a lot of weed it could just be one of those things where, he's, where like do you ever do that where you say something out loud and you think to yourself I could have just kept that to yeah, myself that yeah. I just like like the cut man thing yeah yeah I do it all the time yeah I do it all the time which is even crazier because I've seen like a lot of the management in uh, CNN is Jewish so you think they'd be pro Bernie I I just don't want it's for Hillary. 
That's the only thing I can possibly... Again, I don't think it has anything to do with race. I think no. it has to do with a political military machine that is driving the fucking... Uh, and they the just, whole sh- thing, man. And they want Trump. They're just they're just discrediting all the. Um, no, I think they want Hillary. You know what, Simon? I actually disagree with you there. I think if any if any industry is pushing back, I don't think it's military. I think the military knows that no matter who gets in, they're getting their money. I think in this in Bernie's case, I think it's the medical industry, which if you think about it, money wise is probably close to military money. I think they're one in the same, Matt. I think okay, all fine. of that, when I say military industrial complex, that's every, they, they, it, it's all the shit, man. It's all, no, no, but it, <laughs> well, it, medical is not the military. It's but. the pharma. It's, it's, um, Monsanto. It's, it's, you know, it, it, it's the, the actual military. It's the space program. It's NASA, it's whatever, man. It's all of them. I think they're all easy, Eddie. No, okay, again. But you can't just say the military-industrial complex and then mean this all-encompassing. Sorry. Well, what other name do you want to give it, man? Well, that's There's- why I. But I'm saying specifically, Bernie wants to not just give everyone free healthcare. He wants to regulate the healthcare industry in the states, which would be like a trillion-dollar hit to that industry. And I think if anyone is throwing money against Bernie, it's those fuckers. By forces from all sides. But I think especially, I'm telling you. Same with Yang. I don't think you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong either. I'm just saying specifically, if you think about it, it's the fucking, it's the big pharma and the medical industry that tend to, that's going to lose the most well, if Bernie makes the it. the military in. as well. I mean, Bernie is not going to uh, toe the same line that uh, Trump will. Well, but that's, when it comes to like, ah, we don't know we that. We don't know that. Trump came out and said, that's you're, what I'm saying. You're, out, you're yeah. absolutely right. We don't know that. What I'm but, saying is, like I said, I think we've all agreed that we think once you get in, they sit you down and they're like, there's some things you can do. But that is, that's the, that that's not the pharmaceutical industry. That's definitely, the, that's the military. That's, and that's what I'm that's saying. I think complex. some generals walk in and they go, you're going to approve this $50 trillion we need. And that's just going to happen. And they show you a picture of your dog. And you know, there's a guy with a gun in today's paper. Yeah, no, I just, you know, I wonder with Trump, is it, you know, 300 billion? But with Bernie, it's going to be 150 billion. Like they're still getting their billions, but is it substantially less? You know, that's all I'm saying. I get what you're saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Joe, when they were talking about Curb, when they were talking about Bernie Sanders, he was like, yeah, that's somebody I would love to have on the show. So let's keep our fingers crossed. Because- a little LD. Yeah, I think Larry David would be an amazing. I know when he said that, I got a little. I was like, "Oh, that." But then I, but then I immediately, I was like, "That's absolutely never gonna happen." When I think about as an ear yes, I would love though that would be high on the list, man. Oh, it'd be incredible if he actually did like a full three hours there, just his like grumpy. Joe would be in tears the whole time. I think it would be amazing. So Joe asks everybody the Epstein question. Have you noticed? It's like just standard practice now. He says, so, you know, you, you don't think he, he killed himself for sure, right? And I'm just waiting for somebody to say, no, no, it was suicide. Well, he didn't. It hasn't happened yet. He didn't ask every guest. I mean, Brian, did he not? It Wait, felt did I, like he didn't he, ask Don Gavin. Well, you're right. He didn't ask Don Gavin. That, <laughs> the, the shortest episode in JRE history, and he didn't manage to ask the Epstein question. But you're right, Kamar. You proved me wrong. I uh, Touche. He asked him before they got on the air. Yeah. yeah. Don, I know you're short for time. but uh, yeah, The biggest thing is, what does well, he know? He, what the fuck does he know, man? 
that he can't say. And well, I'm disappointed if I know it, if I know what he knows. If like Sam's just talking about it openly, but Joe the, refuses to say it. There's so many. I like watching Australian coverage too, because they just seem like a different angle. You know what I mean? As, as opposed to in a, American media coverage too. But uh, I, I don't know what I know, but I don't know what he thinks he knows. And I, what it's got to be some like pedophile Hollywood story because. But I say if he does talk about Epstein, he also says, "Well, I gotta tell you something that I can't say on yeah. air." I actually think it's a bait and switch. I think whenever they bring up Epstein, he's like, I have something to tell you off the air. And then when they get off the air, he takes them to a back room in the studio. He bought the Bigfoot they found. <laughs> he's just got it chained up. That'd, be, that'd be a strong left turn. I think it's like uh, in um, uh, miscommunication or uh, when uh, the police would say they something for the perp to think, oh, I'm, I'm good. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's called. Is that it for Barry? Somehow we spent like 45 minutes or an hour on it. Yeah, that was heated. That was very funny. Simon, you have four more pages of Barry? I have a lot, but it's just a lot. She, she just talks a lot about anti-Semitism. Well, yeah. We're not going to talk about that, so. We'll get bogged down. Um, I'm just looking through and seeing if there was anything else of interest. Well, real quick, Simon, do you feel like in your 40 plus years on this earth, do you feel as though you've been a victim of anti-Semitism? No, I don't personally, but, but that's not to say I know. I I, listen, I know that's just anecdotal. And I'm just asking you as a guy on the show. I mean, or on the Reddit. You didn't even deal whatever. with it I, yet. No, no, I didn't but deal with a, it at all. But the fact that that even exists to me is like weird. Experiencing it like someone, uh, experiencing it versus being a victim. Is that the same thing? And is it even me who's a victim there? Like, was he talking to me directly? No, he just... He just doesn't like Jews. It was just a general statement, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't like, fuck Simon, that Jew, I really hate Jews. He just said... That's what I mean. He was just like, in general, I don't like Jews. I mean, no, because that would have been the closest. I know my parents have, though, if that helps you at all. Oh, I'm not denying... Listen. No, no, no. I'm definitely not denying that it exists. I've heard the first-hand stories. Yeah, yeah. I was just asking you as, you know, you've lived 40 years on this earth, and I just wanted to know if you felt... But I also live in Ottawa, Canada, yeah, yeah. you know, where. Well, no, but that's why, because the Jews I know, like hearing her talk about it, it seems like she personally has. I mean, again, she's a journalist. So online is she's different. super over the top. I agree. Like, again, but she lives in a tiny little bubble and her friends probably do feel like that because they're all super sensitive. You Wait, know? well, it's unfair. I think she's a journalist in an online world. I think she probably catches a lot. Like, like you said, like she said, you know, no one's probably going to come up to her and call her a kike to her face. Well, the anecdotal evidence she gave though, Maddie, just in her, she's like my friend, uh, Justin Lieberwitz who lives on the upper East side. He got his Yarmulke smacked off. And like, she gave a couple of examples just in New York city. So, but I I mean, maybe it is. I will say this, the having your Yarmulke slapped off. I'm pretty sure that was like a viral thing. Well, it was YouTube the juice scalping. While. It was because that of... Was it, yeah. uh, Ooh, that doesn't sound good It never all. happened. It wasn't actually a thing. It was uh, Louis J. Gomez was talking about doing it. And then right away, Big J was like, no, we're not doing that. That's a terrible idea. Everyone has a line. There it a is. Funny there name, it is. Juice scalping. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what else do you have for Barry there? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's... Uh, I can't believe you have that many notes. Jesus. 
Yeah, no, it's all just about Jews, man. The 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 black the black Israelites was an interesting thing that I didn't know very much about, but uh, she seemed to know a lot about. She talked about Covington, right? Yeah. So those were those guys who were at Covington. They were a they're a, a black group who claims to be the I've seen them on the street whatever in New York. tribe of Zion, but they hate Jews. And yes, they do. Apparently, they're super violent, and but again, just like another weird religious cultural like they're hating Jews because of something that would have happened not during the second world war but years and years and years before that you know that's one of the things about I love Kendrick Lamar but he's a black Israelite really yeah it was all over his last album but again I don't know if every black Israelite is like a extremist Jew hater. Like I know nothing about that group. I, I well, it's just this like, is the first I had ever heard of it. I always thought that black people love Jews because of this same tribe lost tribe of Zion thing. It's just like I said off at the lead Omar Iman uh, speaks criticals of the Jews. You know what I mean? Well, so does. Um, and there we are. What's his name? Yeah, it's very ironic that you can sit there and be like, I'm being persecuted for my background, but fuck these Jews. Like, it's, it's such it's a weird... It's like I was... Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, that was it. I, just I was that uh, scrolling through Insta this weekend, and some bar in Ottawa was posting um, a restaurant uh, picture with Mel Gibson, because I guess he's in town filming something. Never eat there again. Well, I would never eat there anyways, but... Um, I was thinking about writing something because, you know, they're like, great actor, and I'm just like, but I don't because I don't, you know what I mean? But they're walking among us, man. (laughs) I wonder if they got that. I wonder who wrote this. Let's leave it. They're walking among us. Oh, my God. That's it. The Jews are the aliens that are walking among us. And that's his fascination. He's trying to come out. Simon is a lizard person. This whole time. Okay. Keeper of the Bigfoot. We got to move on. Yeah. Let's, let's rate the that. episode. Kamar, we're going to start with you. Uh, because of the big deal, I give it a, a three and a half. What the fuck is going on What here? was the big deal? Uh, the controversy of Joe saying, I vote for Bernie, blowing up the media. Like that all, this episode doesn't happen. That, you know what I mean? It, it's a poignant. Okay. I, I I still think Barry's old Barry though. So you Simon? give it a what? Sorry, come on. Three and a half. Sorry. Wow. I know. Go ahead, Simon. I'm gonna give this one a uh, a two and a half. No, I'm gonna give this one a three. I'm sorry, a three, solid three, right in the middle. It's got a uh, two and a half for me, right down the middle. Is two and a half right down the middle? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think listening to it, I knew that 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 moment would be so incendiary. What moment again? When he said, I'll vote for Bernie. Like, yeah, no, I didn't. I wasn't listen, listening long. I was I happy that he mentioned me. I forgot to say Yang. But that had nothing to do with the episode. It shouldn't affect your rating at all. You should be rating this on what you thought of Barry and what she was saying, not some off the cuff remark Joe makes that they extrapolated no, into a new story. I can't story. separate the two. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll move on. Alrighty. Next is... Um, I got respect for that, Kamar. Stand, four, your, stand your ground. 1416 Rob Kearney. 
Go at it, Kamar. I was really put off by Joe right off the top needing to ask him about his uh, how he became gay. How he became gay. Jesus it, it, it was so awkward. I it, well, thought it was very weird, too. Come I, I thought that my choice of word there was just perfect because I look at it like, why didn't he ask that of Tim Dillon? Or any, it was just, it was almost like in my head, I thought, Joe's like checking for signs if he's gay. <laughs> no, like it's any, because Tim Dillon is a comic who happens to be gay where this guy is a gay strongman. That's what I think. The yeah. only reason he's on Joe Rogan is be as a strong man, he doesn't get on. That, that's what I'm saying. And as a gay man, he doesn't get on. Yeah, put those things together. together. Yeah. Let's put them together. Magical, yeah. And he gets on Joe Rogan. Gay times strong man equals Joe. It was a very boring episode. Super boring and a little awkward at the start. I agree. I, I felt that was just all <laughs> awkward. Okay, well, now that you mention it, I didn't find it at the time to be that awkward, but I will now that I guess I think about it. It's not like he was a strong man when he came out. So, like, it, let's say he had been a strong man when he was, like, 16. Like, he was just always this jacked big dude, and he spent time as a strong man and then came out. Then I could understand him maybe prying, like, was it tough coming out, in, like, living in that, you know what I mean? But to just be, like, like, he just was a normal dude who came out and then became a strong man. Do you understand? I don't know. Simon's giving me a look. No, like. no. I, 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 whatever. You're trying to defuse any Simon saying that he, cause he's a big, this thing he got on Joe Rogan. You're saying that there's no reason for him to be on Joe Rogan. No, I was saying when Joe asked him about him being gay early on, I didn't find it that big a deal. You guys both said it was awkward. The only reason now I'm thinking about it, that it is awkward is because like you said, why ask? It, I, it just he probed i like, mean he seemed to love to talk about it so i don't think he was, was comfortable uh, yeah definitely i, I guess it says it's well, more of an indictment of me that it's I was his whole thing is my point i i think he's talked about it a million times because he's the gay strongman like and joe is just they, asking they're doing the, a documentary um, about him behalf of the listeners like i don't think he's the number one strongman in the world he set a record or something listen i'll say this too well, he's like eighth in the list isn't yeah, he? yeah but he broke he's broken in some event. records mm. in in, in okay. an event. Sorry, sorry. I, I deep dove because this guy into it. He, here's my big problem with this. This guy, he went on this long rant about how he wanted to be visible so that other people felt like in sports they could be gay. And I'm fine with that. But then not long after, he was like, mentioned how he was staring at everyone's bulges. And I was like, that doesn't do a great service to your fucking... Well, I'm just saying, Kamar. Uh, so in the same vein, if someone said, uh, in this event, I like judging um, volleyball because of the girls' asses. I see what you're saying, Matt. I think he was just trying to be funny because he's on Rogan and I understand. trying to keep up with the jokes. My point, know? though, is just like, Football is never going to be... Football's just not going to let gay people in. Yeah, no. It, the, it's, but we've said football's probably going to be... It pushes away. back the movement when you're making statements like that, because that's exactly what the that's bigots my point. expect you to that's be doing. That's exactly what I'm saying is you're just, you're perpetuating I, this, this. I totally agree. You're perpetuating this stereotype that I don't think is real. Like, and I don't think gay guys are just in, although maybe they are like, listen, it'd be tough for me to be in a fucking shower room with a bunch of women and not 
be like uh of course so yeah. you know i i think it, it is there it, but why it mention is, it that that's right you're trying to make this so everybody is comfortable that's what i'm saying you and the people yeah like, and like listen i don't like showering with the guys period so like if you throw two gay guys in there it doesn't make me any more well, or you're less a never nude right <laughs> exactly. so you wear your jean yeah, shorts right. into yeah. the shower which you, is weird, i'm glad you remember thank you i mean whatever <laughs> to each their own that's my point there like, you go we but, don't want to ostracize you and you shouldn't ostracize him and he shouldn't ostracize anybody else straight or gay all i was saying was i liked his message i thought i was behind him and then i felt like him saying that was like two steps forward and four steps back you know what i mean like he really like when he said that i was like oh man come yeah. on like there's so many people listening now. They're going to be like, "Oh, fucking gross! Fuck this!" Fa-. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, most of those people tuned out right away when they read sure, that it was a gay. Sure, story. you're Matt, probably right. I hear you though, Matt. I, I'm in agreement with you. Um, Joe did make a mistake though when he said they had never had a Mohawk guy on before. They definitely the the Trevor Valley. That's right, and his was even a colored Mohawk. Yeah. So Joe was uh, and uh, off the mark and on. Kevin Ross has had that too. Kevin Ross, the guy after, yeah. <laughs> So the next guy I, has a I deep dove him as well. Okay, yeah. But the idea... <laughs> but I think we might have a mohawk actively on the show. <laughs> he might have. He was wearing a beanie the whole yeah, show. Yeah. I agree with uh, them when they were saying uh, the idea of a gay agenda is just so fucking silly. Like, I thought about that. Like, that's just, again, whoever they are, <laughs> in, in quotes, just trying to keep people at odds because that is... What, what the fuck is the agenda? To be accepted as no, I thought it was a normal like, person? I thought it was more like the gay mafia. And I want them to do a movie like that. Well, the weirdest thing to me is that like, like straight, straight people that are anti-gay have this weird, like, what if they make my kid gay? You know? And it's like, that's not how this works. Right. They're making the frogs gay. First of all, they're not trying to recruit people. There's enough gay people and they love fucking each other that like, like they're guys. It's not an issue. They fuck all the time. That's the best part of the gay world. Nobody's trying to turn anybody anything. Come on, that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. There are more people trying to turn people into religious things than into sexual things. That's nuts. You go and do what you want to do because it feels right. Like, Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Um, Joe tells the same gay stories all the time, though, right? He has... He First, he tells the one about him living next to the gays and the aunt dancing naked him living next to the gays yeah in san francisco in san francisco yeah, always yeah and then my that, dad was a hippie and my the bongos yeah and then that always leads to um candido's dad calling them a faggot you know that whole story mm-hmm. yeah candido is yeah, his yeah. little yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. whatever mexican friend and he had never heard the word faggot before until the dad said it and then he, he. Those are the two stories that Joe always tells when uh, the gay subject comes up. He only saw it as a, oh, that's a bad word. I keep thinking in San Francisco how hairy those people were. Those hippies getting naked. Just gross. Yeah, it'd been grisly. Did you watch that cheerleading show on Netflix? Cheer. No, no, not yet. I haven't. It hasn't got that bad. <laughs> Mary but, started um, it and I just couldn't. I couldn't. I mean, I loved Last Chance You. Other it's definitely not that. Other than the uh, that first uncomfortable part of this podcast, I thought it was pretty pedestrian and just sort of talked about the normal stuff. The coolest thing I thought they talked about was the Conan machine. The the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Have you ever seen the movie Conan the Barbarian? 
Well, ages ago, yeah. <laughs> and they, he has to push that wheel around. Yeah, yeah. When he's a kid, he's put up to it. Yeah, he's yeah. too small. They actually made one that weighs 20,000 pounds, and they and push it push as far it. as yeah. they can. Shut up, really? Yeah. And they and they, they pull the trucks. They do all these crazy strength things, but they built this whole machine, and it has sand in the wheels, so it's actually pushing back against them and they go as hard as they can. Well, the one that sounded interesting to me was the other strong man he had on where they're recreating the old feats of strength that they did back. Like that's fun. At least have some like tie into history or something, not just we're out there pulling fucking buses and planes and shit. Dude, but this thing is giant. And because of that, we're going to play the movie game. We're doing Conan the Barbarian, the original. Oh, my. That which made Arnold Arnold. I have a new game after this. Whoa. No, no. Yes. No. To any new listeners, this is the movie game. It, it's where, um, it's, uh, it's not a game that we'll play very often. Simon and Matt go death at death, and uh, we try to figure out the uh, domestic box office budget. and uh, It's not domestic. Budget. We live in Canada. We've, Sorry, pardon me. Pardon me. Yeah. Budget and revenue of a uh, random movie that uh, may have come up in a podcast. Uh, closest uh, by what five million to budget, fifty million. Conan the Barbarian, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. But yeah, watching these guys push the machine and then their arms give and they put their shoulder into it. It's crazy, man. God, it's been so long since I've seen this. We start off with the release date for one point. Then we'll go into. Budget and box office. I move that uh, that the date be the tiebreaker. Hey, uh, so if you're closest to the we have date, so many pushes. well, there's just too many pushes. If you're so whoever's closest to the date doesn't matter if you went over or not. Whoever's closest to the date, that's the tiebreaker. No, no. Oh, sorry. I thought if you got the date, forget it. Because that's already how it works, Kamar. If you get yeah. the date, you get a <laughs> yeah, point. Just fucking Yahoo. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. For the year? We're just doing the year. Yeah. That's all I have written down. What do you have written down? 1979. Fuck, I think you're closer. I have 1984. 1982. Right smack in the middle, isn't it? No, no Matt's closer. closer by a year. We'll try it. I had 82 written down originally, what? and what? I changed it to 79. Oh, you've got to go you know with your gut. You know what's funny is I was gonna go, I was gonna go 79, and then I was like, no, it was definitely in the 80s. And then I started thinking to myself, maybe I'm overcompensating. Maybe it was like late 80s. And I'm May just, 14th, 1982. I'm just Spring gonna say, time. I'm just gonna say this right off the bat. I'm gonna be miles off on the next uh, two numbers. Of course. How could you be close? I mean, how much were? How much was money worth back then? So it was 1984, right? 1982. Oh, 1982. I'm sorry. Right. So I was right on the fucking money. Jesus Christ, Simon, you idiot. Hey, don't be so hard on yourself. <sighs> the numbers we throw around here get big, folks. Yeah, this is my favorite Conan the Barbarian movie. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm prepared. How's it looking over there, Shyman? First release in Spain. Weird. I'm so fucking... Okay, go. Yeah, this is terrible. You want me to go first? Sure. Oh, I'm just going to be miles off. Okay, for um, uh, the budget, I had 15.4 million. I said 17 million. Wow. 
And gross, I had 43.7. And I said 97, but I know now that I, I feel like I'm way, way off on that. Well, this is crazy because budget is 16 million. 16? What did 16. you have? 17. You had 17 on the dot? On the dot. I had 15.4. It's crazy. So I'm only 0.6 off. Wow. It's crazy how close you... <laughs> wow, nice work, Simon. What was it? Hold on. It was 16? 16 million. Holy shit. Dude, I win both fucking... We both win both showcases there. <laughs> it's crazy. And the box office, 130 wow, million. Wow, Simon. 97, but am I within the 50? 50 million? Oh, oh, I am, yeah. I was way off but there. It's How a much push anyway? What? So you win, Matt. Yeah. 100 and what, Kamar? 130 million. Jesus. I was way off. But that was a box office smash. No shit. That's the. the I mean, they're so, I mean, I don't think, to make big I don't movies. think either of us has ever been that close on the budget. And to have both of us be that close. It was crazy. That's you guys zeroed in. I think you're starting to hone into this game because, you know, like. Well, it's all about the years. Well, this movie would have cost 90 million to make 10 years ago yeah. and, and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a weird uh, win for Matt, though. You know what I mean? With, no, 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 no. But just for the game, like with the push being the year, because yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm adopt so that. close there. Hold on. Two weeks ago, we had this argument when I was super close on both, and you were like, "That's not how the game works. It doesn't matter that you were closer." Well, on- we d- I'm just saying, I don't think the year should be the push. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I agree. I, I fought it right at the beginning. I mean, we could tr- we could try it. <laughs> then why bother with the year? It doesn't make sense because it's 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 it's. Uh... It's fun. Either everything's worth a point or we're doing this for nothing. Anyway, back to the big gay. Uh, oh, yeah. It'd have to be closer than two we years or something. Oh, yeah, my game. Right. So I have a note in here that I have no idea what it is. I'll read it to you and you tell me if you can tell what I was talking about. Okay. okay? So just hold on a second here. This is what it says. Oh, forget it. I just figured it out. Good game. <laughs> yeah, it's just game over. Just game over. Say, fun game. Uh, it was the Atlas Stone falling on the dude's chest, breaking all his ribs. Oh, yeah, yeah that was fucking. That, well, that's gonna happen to these guys. And he, that's because he's small. He's short. So when he's trying to push the ball up there, he has to do a lot more work than somebody who's taller. You obviously saw the video he was talking about of the guy catching the keg in the head. I didn't. You've never seen it? No. no. I'll show it to you after. It's these brutal. guys do lifts where their nose just starts bleeding and. Like oh, blood yeah. vessels burst. It's it's crazy. Did he, you find? Did you find? This Bill, guy fucks hard. Did you find Bill Kazmaier in your deep dive? No, it was just all the Rogue series strongman okay. with, with this guy and and this guy is like he said, tiny. Yeah, yeah. Compared, compared to, to oh, the guys. Well, I remember. I, sorry. No, go ahead. No, you please. I was just gonna say. I remember back in the day, one of the strongman events was just they had like monkey bars over a pool, and you just had to go out into the middle and then just hold yourself there. Like just that, that was it. And I remember thinking to myself, like, dude, these guys are only going a minute. That's I not do that a for- strong man thing though. Their bodies weigh so much. Y- you know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. I was, I'm thinking about it now as a 36 year old man. And I'm like, they were my age, maybe a little bit younger when they were competing. And I, th- dude, if you put me out on monkey bars right now and ask me to hold, I don't think I'd last more than, I don't know. 30 seconds well, we if can, that we can do that not with... 30 seconds you don't give me 30 seconds well it depends how 30s. far apart the monkey bars for are. your life maddie it depends how far apart the monkey bars are that, if they're close together i give true. you 30 seconds that's true. if you're having to like spread your eagle your arms i don't think you make 30 seconds well no it's like kamar on the climbing tension <laughs> yeah yes 
does he yep <laughs> he's right though you have to push and gets it and wedge yourself in there see so it's a hold a position almost lock see? yeah that's very interesting we should do that with the field goal kick I can't take part in that. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. The only reason I can do this kick is because it's leg uh, oriented. Don't be offended, but you can't even hang like this. Well, I'm not offended because I can't even lift my arm <laughs> Don't be offended. up to there. To Don't hang. be offended. I wonder. I, I think a minute I could hang just like this. Wow. No, dude. No way. I'll How, take that bet. Yeah, I'd like to. I'll be the ref for this. I'll take that bet. How many pull-ups do you think you can do? Three. Three real pull-ups. Yeah. I don't even think you can do three pull-ups. Where you, you pull can do three. Where you pull your uh, chin up over the bar, like a real yeah, pull-up. Yeah, but I'll tell you this. This is a wives' tale. When I was uh, 16, I could do 15 in military school. Real pull-ups, though, like no, all the way. A guy yelling at you in your face, yeah. Where you go all the, the way to the extension real deal, sir. and all the way the up, real chin deal, over sir. the bar. Okay. I would say when I was a busboy in my 20s, I could have I done 10 most likely without yeah. a doubt i was also i mean i'm slender anyway but i think i could crank out five but i said three for to cover my ass if you try to bet me dude <laughs> i i put two full cases of beer in a car the other day and i was like i am so fu-. the struggle was insane and then i thought to myself i was like when i was a bus boy i was doing four cases of beer up the stairs at babylon with like a case of like something small on top no problem now I'm a fat fuck. And the other reason I'm going to burn myself in the bed here, but they talked about this guy who was a power lifter at 53. He was Australian. Mm-hmm. His hands. If this guy lost all the weight, he'd be the greatest mountain climber ever. I could, his fingers. But you, he, they're too fat. He couldn't no, get them into the crevices. He, he could just grab rock. Like, <laughs> like Palming it. What, are, what, what are those goats? Ibex? Just He's like an denting, Ibex. Just fucking. Denting the rock into divots for his fingers. And anyways, that leads me to rock climbing, which goes all into holds. I have really big no, hands. No, please don't lead us to rock climbing. I have really big hands that I can push. Like I can just hold it there. You know what I mean? Dude, my brother-in-law that owns the climbing gym, he hit me up the other day. He's like, I've been catching up on JREEs. And he's like, I could listen to Kamar talk about climbing forever. He no was like, way. He was like, please bring those guys in. Please. <laughs> really? Yeah. So anytime you want to so go So start in, your like, own satellite uh, rock climbing, climbing podcast. podcast and don't bring it to this podcast anymore. I'm just telling you why I could hold on the bar for a minute. Yeah, no, I'm just joking with you, Kamar. But I he, will, I'll take that bet. What do you want to bet that you can't hold on to the bar for a minute? I'll, I'll whatever because I definitely don't think you can hold on to the bar for a minute either. I'd be surprised if you could get thirty seconds, thirty real seconds. But a minute, I think, is a so fanciful, is, dude. Fuck out of here. A minute, a full sixty seconds. What do What do you want to put up? I just want to do it like right now to show you. Just uh, like what. Like, um, <laughs> he's so stressed about this. Well, no, I, I, what, what, I don't know what. I money? Don't know. You want to put money up? No, I don't want to put money up because if I fall, I'll be I lose out of money. Doesn't matter. We're gonna give you a few months to fucking train for it anyway. No training. Right it's now, right I now. Do it. Hey, it's no training. If he trains for it, then There's he'll be able to do it for he sure. Won't be able to do it. It'd be something like a uh, million dollars. Oh, yeah. Is there training for this uh, field goal kick? Like, can I be there taking field goal lessons right now? No. It's none of us are training at all for this, correct? Mm. Do you think I've gotten? No. Why don't I? I don't know what sneaky Pete shit you're doing, Matt. Like, this is what I'm saying, though. Are we all in agreement that nobody's training Simon, for this? Simon, well, I didn't go to bowling Wednesday. I think you know that I'm not. Is anybody training for this? 
No. Yes, right? I was at field goal kicking Wednesday instead we're of bowling. All, we're all in of course agreement. We're not training we're, for we're this. We're going in cold. Yeah, you're very quiet here. You're saying that we, uh, on the designated date, once the snow's melted and the ground is firm, uh, we can't do it on wet. Like, you can't have a um, variable of slipping. We're on turf. Kamar, I told you, I'm going to try to get us into Frank Clair for this. Um, we're just going to go that day cold? Yeah. And try the first 10? You can stretch. We'll no, no, stretch. listen. You can stretch. I saw myself go out to a park once in a while and just hoofing a ball to see where I'm at. No, I think that's no good. <laughs> I thought, hey, I'll be honest here. We'll be honest I'll here. say this. I think the day of, you can stretch, you can limber up, and then I think you should be able to kick three practice kicks. Why don't we say the week of, you can start kicking balls? Because then you can go out to the park for you know, f- six days before the fucking thing and kick as many balls as you want. I'll be kicking dick and balls, buddy. I mean, yeah, I'm with that. Or, or give it three days, you know, not long enough to hire a, a professional tutor, but long enough to kick a couple of balls. And why are we making it so difficult on ourselves? Well, cause the bet was who can do it right now, not who can train to do it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with Simon. It's really, it's who, who at that moment, unfortunately we said it in December when it's because again, I think I could definitely train to do it either way. We'll work it either out. way. Okay. Anyways, what else do you have for, uh, that was it. man. I'll say this. You were like, don't even listen to this episode. It's shit. I'm not going to give this a four star episode, but it wasn't a bad episode. I was listen. Thanks for giving the behind the scenes, uh, whatever. <laughs> I was just trying to help you. Meaning like I got a page and a half of notes out of this thing. There just wasn't a lot fucking going on. Still, you're like, you could have just, it's like I showed up sick for school and you were like, yeah, the teacher didn't give any homework. And then I show up the next day and the teacher's like, did everyone do the four pages of homework? No, there was no homework. That's my point. <laughs> I think he said he doesn't like to cook. And I thought that was the weirdest thing. You know, I assume all gay guys like food and like this and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to end this on a real fucking. No. <laughs> He's doing the Lord's work, showing professional athletes can't be gay. And there's a, I thought, you know, what was a big coming up party. Bring it back to Aaron Hernandez. That brought out that athletes are gay who played sports to the discussion. It's a big coming out party. Aaron Hernandez, like the, I the disagree, statements of I that. I disagree with you, so though. No, the other players. Make yeah, the, the, I know, but what I was saying, the guy for the Chiefs. But that's why I disagree with you because all those players came out after they after. left the league. So to me, it's still like I just. I don't there know. was one it, gay player. Who was that guy? Sam Elliott. Yeah, Sam. Sam. Wasn't, that wasn't his name. Not Sam. Oh, Sam Elliott. That's the actor. His last yeah. name was his last Sam. name was Sam. Sam. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I knew it was Sam. Elliott Sam. Anywho, I think this guy's. It's all positive. This guy be on the podcast and stuff. Just was wondered why Joe. Started. He wasn't a bad guy at all. He like just doesn't like to cook. That's I just thought it was fucking boring as shit. Yeah, Mar likes his gays to cook. That's I like everyone to want to cook. I always. I, it's like when someone says, um, "I don't. I don't really listen to music. Oh. <laughs> I, I like music. I don't cook." Simon, what, what was this guy's name? Rob Kearney. That's yep. right. Yeah. Simon, you rate it first. Okay. I'm going to give this episode a 1.5. I really did not enjoy it, but I'll just skip right to my final thoughts on him. I thought he was a really nice guy. There was absolutely nothing wrong with him. It was pure content driven that I don't like this episode. Covering all your bases. All my bases there. Politically correct. I don't know why. Let's go. I give it a two and a half. 
straight down the middle, just like Bari. Two and a half. Wasn't great. Wasn't bad. That's where I'm at. That's where he's at, folks. And Kamar? Yeah, I'll give it two and a half. I don't care about nutrition. <laughs> Wants everyone to cook. Doesn't nice, give nice, a shit nice about guy. nutrition. He's a nice guy. There's nothing wrong with him. He was a nice guy. He was a really nice guy. There was no point in this episode where I was like, well, this guy's a piece of shit. The only point where I even questioned what was going on with him was what Matt was talking about when he, but I, again, I think it was a joke and I think he was probably nervous and I don't think you can hold people accountable like that on Rogan for nope. slips of the tongue because I'm not holding him accountable. No, 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 just, no, no. I'm not saying you, I, I'm just saying in general because it's, we forget how nerve wracking it must be for some people. Sure. For everybody. Sure. I mean, not everybody, but most people. Again, I wasn't holding like I'm just saying I people felt like, who aren't sociopaths. I just felt like that one, you know, whatever. I'm not no, going to dwell I, on it. I was with you. All right. Well, uh, we're going to pay some bills real quick, and uh, we'll be back. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Bow Design Agency. Bow Design is a full service design agency specializing in branding as well as exhibit design. They'll even design your entire restaurant or office because they can do that too. Bow Design Agency has over two decades of award-winning experience, and unlike other agencies, they'll not only handle the design, but they'll take care of the fabrication and installation for whatever size project you have in mind. Take your business to the next level today by consulting with Bow Design Agency and let them do the rest. Now, we'd like to give a big shout-out to Bow personally uh, because they're the reason that we have an awesome new logo. Uh, we couldn't have found them easier to work with, and we found that they went above and beyond to create the highest quality product. As I'm sure you can see, there is no better logo than ours. Uh, and we'd like to shout out Bow Design for that. Uh, go check out their new website, bowdesign.ca, to check out their portfolio and get in touch with them. That's Bow Design, B-O-U-W, Design. If you don't know how to spell design, you're in trouble. And uh, Bow Design on Instagram. Uh, you can find them at, at Bow Design to uh, keep up with all the great work they produce. So again, we want to give them a big shout out. They are the reason that we have our logo. Uh, we love it. Uh, go check them out. That's bowdesign.ca. All right, we're back. Oh yeah, thank you sponsors. Well, it won't be breaking news by the time this drops, but we just found out that Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter accident. That was fucking crazy. It's insane. Well, what, what was he doing though? You know what I mean? He was Being getting rich. from one place yeah, to another quickly. No, but everyone dies. Like my my He's world. Forty one. My world doesn't change at all. I didn't think about Kobe ever. I get it, but imagine <laughs> living your life but being filthy rich and dying three years ago. All right, that's fine. life. Shrug it off. Whatever. Uh, the biggest thing will be when the queen dies. I still say that and stand by it. The queen is old. It would make sense when she dies. <laughs> Kobe Bryant is a young man in the prime of his life, and he just died in a helicopter crash, and you're like, eh, I don't know him. I'm telling you, the biggest funeral you ever saw in your life will be the queen's. Okay, fine. Sure. Well, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, that's sadder, right? Not when you find out that he touches kids. Okay. To, to me, they're the same. Like... They're both fucking huge uh, celebrities. I don't know. I'd what? give up Kobe Bryant for Michael Jackson. Listen, Prince, I know Prince he's not sure. going to pay your rent or anything, but it's still fucking sad for his family. Maybe he had in his will. Sad for his family. <laughs> that he's going to pay Kamara's yeah, rent. specifically. 
All right. I'm sorry he died. I, I don't mean to be dismissive like that. I don't think you're being dismissive. No, it I mean, sounded a bit pretty dismissive, dismissive, actually, now that I think about it, yeah. Simon, episode, name? Uh, 1417. Excuse me. Uh, Kevin Ross. So this should have been an MMA. Well, it shouldn't have been. It should have been. No. Could have been. Would have been. Why? Wasn't. Well, just they, for the same reason you thought it was at the beginning. I can see why Joe did not make it an MMA, 100%, after listening to it. And I'm glad he didn't, because I wouldn't have listened had it been an MMA. I would put it under the category of like a, a philosophical. Sure. You're scratching your face, Simon. What's wrong? You no, thought this should have been an MMA? I stand behind. You stand I by that still? It should have been an MMA. Really? Yeah. I mean, look, uh, granted, he was more well-spoken than some other fighters that have been on, but... He was so soft-spoken, I eh? still think it's a... Um, I don't know, man. Like, did, did you look up any of his fighting? Like, he's a vicious, vicious, vicious Forget that. Fighter. Did you look up his girlfriend? No. No, is no. she super hot? He Have you watched The Mandalorian? No. Oh. Why would I bother looking up a guy's girlfriend if he's that vicious? Gina Carano is really hot. But this this uh, got deep and somber pretty quick. Did you hear the statement yes, Joe did. made at the beginning where it was like... Um, the majority of the Australian fires are being caused by people just tossing cigarette butts into the bush. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I read that. I read that report that said that as well. She's hot. Definitely. May I? I would not fuck with him and he can keep his girlfriend, but I, why would I want to fuck him? This guy's a chill guy. Like I don't, I'm not saying he's <laughs> not a chill guy. I just, I wasn't as enthralled with this episode, obviously, as Matt was. Just well, I just, I felt, first of all, it started off after the MMA stuff. Um, I felt like it was talking directly to me. He was like, yeah, I just felt like I had, I don't know, like his, his whole story about like uh, how he was a drunk and fucking useless. And he just felt like he was like, <coughs> excuse me, just scared, just afraid of being successful, just afraid in general. And the, how that like crippled him. And I was like, fuck, I feel this guy. I don't know. Obviously, it didn't resonate with you. And then it took a hard turn. All I could think the whole time is I, I want this guy to fight Ash Dykes. Weird. Because he talked about his actual... This guy's like a champion. He would kill Ash Dykes. Yeah. Like uh, destroy Ash Dykes. Ash, walked, Dykes. Uh, Ash Dykes, Ash Dykes is a walker. Won the, he won the stadium show. The, you mean the, the stadium this? fight. Yeah, so he did a little bit of amateur <laughs> kickboxing. I just want to light the mood because I, I don't Muay see this Thai, rather. Any, any place but dark. Like. I, um, There's been a lot of... Let's let's stop. There's been a lot of... Uh, a lot of childhood rape stories on Rogan lately. Like tons. Not tons, but I mean, there's been at least three in the last... In 2020, has there not? Yeah, it just feels like there are a lot of childhood rape stories, period, in, general, in yeah. the world. And just people are becoming more open to talking yes, about it. Yes, to talking about it because it's not as taboo for you anymore. I know it obviously you personally, it makes sense, but I saw uh, Mike Pence met the Pope. He's just okay. so happy and introducing his family to him. And it's just it, it's so off-putting. Like, you, you know what I mean? Speaking of child stuff happened to kids, the king, it's just... The what king an honor. Kid touching. Yeah, what, it's, it shouldn't be an honor to me. It's just he should be vilified. It's... It's one of the strangest things. It, it, I agree, man. It is very weird that it, even in this day and age, like we're still going along with this fucking heinous 
cover up of something that's terrible. And, and everybody is talking about, um, Uh, transphobia and all of this shit, but nobody is talking about the pedophilia. You know what I mean? Like it's just that's still that's still taboo for the celebrities to get behind. I was listening to this on uh, a, a podcast the other day, but it's true. I, but they all jump on the you know the liberal whatever cause bandwagon is, but nobody will will stand up and say for the kids. What the fuck? It's pedophile phobia. Well, it seems, I mean, after all this Jeps, Jepstein, Jepstein, that's after, good. <laughs> after all this Epstein shit, it seems like, uh, it seems like what you thought was a, a fraction of society. You know what I mean? Like it just seemed like the, go ahead, Simon. Well, the problem with the Epstein thing is there's not enough focus on the young, young kids. It's all like these, um, 15 year old 16 year old 17 year old you're like pushing the boundary where yeah you get into this weird uh gray area where it's like yeah i get it it's the law but these girls were you know clearly yeah, yeah. coerced and a- anyways whatever it's um but nobody's talking about the fact that some of these guys were there with young boys like and young girls not uh, anyway, I don't know about on Epstein Island, but I it's assume pedophile that, phobia, that, that man. Was, uh, People are more worried about defending them than uh, no. But my point was, what I think what we thought was like a very small fraction of society might actually end up being. Like what you might have said, like, oh, how many people like to fuck kids? Like, well, it's probably like point zero one percent of seven billion. Whereas now, after hearing all the fucking stories and shit, you might sit here and be like. Fuck, it might be like one one to five percent of the world, apparently. I, I don't doubt that, man, because there are constant arrests. I'm sure there's one a week. Even in Canada, like a, the Toronto arrest, a ring of four, of yeah, yeah. child porn on a computer, there's no toleration for any of it. But it constantly, constantly, it's happening. Well, and just even like the child sex trade is like oh, rampant. Right. I, I mean, the the reason this is getting the play is because it's people in the highest positions of power, you know, who are getting caught up in this fucking pedophilia ring. And they're against Trump. So oh, here we go. They're my enemy. <laughs> That's how I streak it back. Again, I, I think it's way too cloudy right now for you to... You should really take a step back from this whole Trump thing. I'm saying that as your friend because I just think the waters are so cloudy right now, man, that it may end up that you're like, your guy is just a part of, of the fucking cog machine. You know? He has to be at this point. So then why are you still standing up for him? You know, because because he is Obama. Because the people that lie the most are condemning him. It's It's like. They make him good. That's the worst logic I've ever yeah, heard. Unfortunate, but true. Nope, neither. I mean, unfortunate, definite, true. Anyways, my point is, um, yeah, just shittier people don't like Trump. So I don't like I, I prefer Trump over these people. That's a, OK. All right. It's, sure. it's, the, it's the least of the evils, I guess. That's, that's and you the way think, I see and it. you think you could beat Barry Weiss in a fucking argument? Of course I could. Um, back to this 
episode. I don't think there's one thing you could win an argument with. I'm trying to think what your your expertise would be that she'd have a problem uh, keeping up with you. Receiving. Watch, Kamar's going to kick. Re- a th- oh, football. Sorry. Kamar's going to kick a 35 yard field goal and hold himself up for a minute, and we're both just going to have to fucking. Uh, football and then out football uh, for sure debate barry weiss on Hip-hop. national television um rock you're talking about classic you know more of- <laughs> yes well <laughs> anyways anyways back to this episode it was sort of about how um abuse and trauma can cause one to amplify their abusive nature like yeah, the guy was drinking yeah. and stuff yeah but he um he told a really sad story about uh Getting molested by his um, stepmother. Step-mom. Well, how the fuck does his dad keep that wife around after the fact? How does that dynamic work? I, I, Enlighten I, me. I wondered if he's a cuck or like a crazy dominatrix. Is like the uh, dad? Yeah, well, well, exactly. Like, like was he getting off on his son being abused? Exactly. Well, he must have been if he let the wife stick around. Because look, your your wife. Um, fucks your son and you're still married to her like I noticed that there's got to be something fucked up I noticed that Joe didn't bring up his joke here like if if Harvina Weinstein fucks my son I'm just going to be like you're the next Batman he didn't bring that joke up when did he say that that's the last episode oh that's in Gavin that's that's in the last episode either way but yeah so this guy tells this crazy story and Joe goes in pretty deep about his about yeah. his experience yeah. he goes and it was fantastic i'm sorry i can't share it was amazing i thought it was sort of almost insensitive well i mean i did when this guy was like i was i was raped as a kid i was like oh god and then he was like by my stepmom and i was like okay that's not where i was going well that's like all the porn <laughs> well right now oh, yes yeah. that's it's all the porn. right now that's yeah that's every but i just like but look at what it did to this guy. It wasn't fun for him. No, I get it. Of but course I, not. I don't even understand how a grown woman can... Like, what do you do to an 11-year-old boy? The dad's involved, I'm thinking. Weird. And it seems so like weird. he's all right with his dad. I, I don't know, man. I, I, it's just got to be the most fucked up thing. I, I didn't really get one way or the other how he felt no, with his dad, it, to be honest. He was more upset with her. That's all I felt like with her than him. It's, it's Yeah, man. Tough... This guy, these ones, these episodes are tough because we always try to keep it so light here, and we want it to be fun. And then this guy comes on for three hours, and you're like, "Oh man!" Well, when they were talking about uh, possessions, you know that whole buying things and it not making you happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pictured Brendan Shaw the whole time. It was like he was reaching out to Brendan at that point. Yeah, he feels like he's he seems really happy to me. Who Brendan Shaw? Yeah. He's like a rich man's uh, Aaron Hernandez without the uh, oh, murder. Jesus, without the murder. God damn it. Why, you think he's gay? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's gay. And Me I think either. he's a pretty happy guy. He doesn't see, he seems like he's got, I don't know. I definitely agree with the. I don't know. Is buying all those cars, is that just masking um, like this hole, you know? And no, I, li- sorry. I, I was just going to say this. I don't understand. Maybe it's because I've been broke for most of my life. I've never understood the idea of making a ton of money and just like hoarding it. 
or even just investing all of it. Like to I, me, I didn't say hoarding it. it. It's buy a nice car, buy a Mercedes, buy a BMW, buy a Porsche, whatever you want. But he's like buying candy, purple racing cars and the biggest truck on the market. You know what I mean? Like everything is just over the top to show, look, I, I to each their own, man. I'm not saying he shouldn't do that. It just felt like when they were talking about using that as a way to cover something up, that's what was going on. I just find it funny that you say that because Joe walks around and like fucking wearing a fanny pack and like zip up sweaters and he has a fucking million dollar man cave well, and drives all the cars Brendan does. So, yeah, but he just, yeah, okay, sure. It, it but his, his regular drive around car is not, uh, it's just like a, a Lexus or so, a Tesla, sure, whatever. It's not, um, yeah, I know it's not a racing it doesn't have Porsche. Racing I understand seats roll cage. and roll cages and whatever, whatever, man. I, I get what I you're just saying. Making an off a cuff comment. You know who talks about that the most, uh, or a lot, is a former guest, uh, Russell Brand. You know how he talked about. Uh, I had all the sex, I had all the yeah, yeah, all the success, and I was still seeking this thing. And I feel like this guy is like uh, really soft spoken and gentle, and has sort of found his own spirituality. Hold on, though. I feel like if you're not a drug addict, it's different. Because, again, like Dan Bilzerian seems pretty happy. Simon's asleep over there. It would be hard for me to disagree with that. I mean, he does (laughs) seem pretty happy. But, again... I mean, it could all just be a facade. Who knows? Do we talk about seeing him on True Geordie? The interview where he was eating the whole time? Yeah. Like, did he seem happy? He seemed very confident and, like... I mean, I think this is the. I think this is the big. What take. does happy look like? Well, what I was gonna say is, I think happiness is different for everyone. Mm-hmm. So you know, we could look at someone and be like, "Are they happy? Can they be happy?" You know, like you look at like power businessmen, like corporate people that like wake up at four a.m. for the fucking Asian stock market, and are up like twenty hours a day. And like to me, I'm like, that can't be fun. Like working, like lawyers that work fucking eighty hour weeks, and like. You know, great. That they have a vacation that house. Can't be fun. Yeah, I'm like, you can't be happy, but you never know. For them, like that that work ethic, the working that much, the, maybe the helping people, maybe the the I don't know, maybe that is happiness for them. And that's what I've kind of come to take away is that everyone's happiness looks different. The weird thing is, I, everyone's misery looks different. I didn't. That's feel a good point, Matt. Like this guy was happy. You didn't feel like this guy was happy, I, and I think he is. Like I just in this moment. Well, his stories were just so sad. It I guess, was yeah. hard I mean, to imagine that's anybody that's being true. able to be happy. He was but. dealing with a lot of baggage that he knew was like going to be listened to by potentially 7 million people. That's true. So, lighter note, uh, Joe said 3 billion downloads over 10 years. That was his... I thought he said uh, 5. Did he? You know what? Regard- I'm always wrong with numbers. Yeah, so. I was going to say, regardless... <laughs> well, I thought of- it was 3. Regardless of the number he said, I found it very telling of like, immediately I was like, oh, wait, I'm old. Oh, and so's Joe. Because like, there's, that's like a small YouTube channel. Or that's a medium-sized YouTube channel. There's huge players. That's what, like, Gangnam. Maybe he was just wrong about the number. No, I don't think he was. And what I'm saying is like, Gangnam Style alone, I think has probably as many streams as joe rogan lifetime it's like across 1400 episodes i'm not able to explain it but youtube is like bigger than podcasts that's what's wrong with the world man but you know what i'm saying is like when joe said that number i i i said to myself holy fuck like that is a staggering amount of listens and like what can that do to your psyche but then i stopped and i was like wait a minute 
PewDiePie probably has like, I mean, he has a hundred million subscribers. And that's it. Matt microcosm of what the fuck are we doing here? Everyone has become their own producer, whether it be on any platform. No, but just where you have something that's important. You know what I mean? The, like Joe, granted, some of his episodes, whatever, throwaways, some of them really poignant to what's going on in the world, you know? PewDiePie, not so much. Oh, no, no, no. He, his, to his audience, like, he is Joe Rogan. <laughs> Come on, For sure. Yeah, I, it's much shorter. It's edited. He, they, he'll talk about stuff, though, but just nothing you're interested in. Kamar makes a good point. Again, well, going he, back to us being old. Anyways, most of Joe Rogan is not Joe Rogan's opinion. And I don't listen to Rogan to find out Joe's view on things. I listen because he brings on people who are interesting and I get to get a spectrum of other opinions. You know what I mean? Are you getting that on PewDiePie? Are you getting that on fucking... Uh, what he's saying is... No, well, hold on, right, but you're Simon... Right, you're right in that fashion. That is not a, a conversation or dialogue. Well, I'm talking about the value. We're talking about the value of something. Yeah, but hold on. Again, what I th- it goes it goes back to what someone else's happiness is. Like you can't put a price on the value someone else gets from that. I understand what you're saying, right? But as a society, we can put a judgment on what we consider um, worthwhile and what we consider not. No, I get it, but Simon, there are some there are some left wing people that would sit here and say the fact that you listen to Joe Rogan is a total waste of time and the opinions expressed. So on pick the show. another show where they're having many different people on with many different points of view, and I'm okay with that too to compare that against Listen. some stupid YouTube channel where they're doing nothing for anybody but uh, the fans you know with straight fucking mindless entertainment Simon I mean we agree with you I'm sitting here telling you like if you ask me what brings more to the world Joe Rogan's podcast or PewDiePie's YouTube obviously you know the answer I don't have a fucking I don't have a podcast called well, uh, PewDiePie TikTok PewDiePie Tony over here <laughs> seems to be disagreeing Way more people like PewDiePie than Joe Rogan. Again, and, and and you're saying they're all wrong. I'm just saying it's a. M- and we as a society have to sh- like uh, call these people out for what they are, idiots. Sure, your words, not mine. Well, but I, I feel that's what you're saying. I think you need to keep in mind too that it's a big world. Not everyone speaks English, and with a long three-hour conversation, if you don't have a decent grasp on the English language, then Joe Rogan just isn't something you can listen to. PewDiePie is somewhat mindless. YouTube has subtitles and everything. Although I guess you could subtitle a Joe Rogan podcast. So, I mean, Kamar said it before. Anybody can have can become their own producer now and can put anything out there, and it doesn't make it worthwhile necessarily. I don't know if anything's worthwhile. It just is because a huge amount worthwhile is the wrong. A huge uh, amount of people just all of a sudden like something, and and it happens all the time where something I don't like. But I, they're not all wrong, and, it, and for them condemning me for something I like. No, I, I, okay, again, I wasn't saying they were wrong. We were talking about what has a greater impact on the world, and, and it, whether it was Joe Rogan or PewDiePie. Yeah, and we know it's it's it, well, it's just PewDiePie by the numbers. Like he, he's way bigger than Joe Rogan. Oh, hold on though. I mean, I think we need to take we need to take. I don't this think in, he is. We need to take this into account too. Some of the biggest movies of all time are Pixar movies, are kids' movies. The reason being... (coughs) To what age group, you mean? Yeah, I mean, just in general. So PewDiePie has 97 million more subscribers than Joe Rogan. 
I would assume that most of those are between the age of like, I don't know, eight. So he makes more money on YouTube, but PewDiePie isn't a bigger uh, force in the world than Joe Rogan. I think he is. Am I wrong? Well, wait, what I was going to say is this, is those kids will grow up. And maybe PewDiePie will have the next fucking JRE. You know what I mean? Maybe he might be 20 years or maybe they'll be smart enough to transition into something. Maybe it's not Joe Rogan, but it's something more. What I'm saying to you is he could use his more. He could his audience could grow up and he could use that to curve it or curb it into something more. Yeah, I think he might transition to becoming a podcaster one day. Yeah, maybe because you got to realize, too, if you have 100 million subscribers, everyone will do your show. But there isn't a person like you said, Matt. A lot of those are, you know, young kids. And as they grow up, it, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to stick with PewDiePie. It means that they may grow up and get rid of him. I Hold look. on, but wait, just real quick. It doesn't mean that you're right. But, I mean, you know as well as I do, there's a lot, like, things that are a staple in your life as a kid tend to stay in your life. So mm-hmm. someone that you trusted and listened to growing up, you know, you just tend to... I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Sometimes. Go ahead, Kamar. A lot um, of things go out of, you know, vogue. Sure. I I feel like Joe Rogan has just started bleeding into like mainstream news in the you know, in the last 6 months, like stuff that happens on the show will all of a sudden be all the news, which is weird. It means journalists are covering the news from Joe Rogan, but I remember PewDiePie was in the news like 2-3 years ago for controversy stuff. That's how I look at well, it. Well, he just again, when you have, the more eyes you have on you, the easier it is for. And I like to, Joe Rogan more than PewDiePie. Yes, of course. Either way, I, we got off track there, big time. What What's, else do you have for fuckhead here? No, Kevin Ross was it was tough, man. What's wrong, Simon? That's it. That's it. He's a vicious, vicious Told fighter. You, these last two were, uh, but he sounds. Well, this one was tough because it was just dark, and it was just his story about his stepmom molesting him and his struggles with that. So. Either way, I guess that's it. We'll rate it. Kamar? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a three, but it was, it was somber, even though they were trying to talk about positivity and stuff. What was this guy's name? Kevin Ross? Yeah. Kamar gives it a three, Simon. Go ahead, Matt. I'll give it a four. Uh, four and Simon again preface this by saying I think he's a great guy I give this episode a two based solely on content interesting yeah I think we're a cascading yeah the line just goes that's interesting diagonal we, we all sort of got different some takeaways different. yeah interesting all right last episode Don last Gavin episode 14 18 Don Gavin Another guy who we heard tons of stories about, and we can finally put a podcast to the name. Throwing a dog a bone, hey? I mean, this is really one of those podcasts where it's Joe's show. He can have whoever the fuck he wants on, and he does. Because, I mean, this one just... It's well, too he's late. making his way through that whole old comedy crew. It's t- taken 10 years plus to get through them, but we're almost done. Like, I think Don Gavin might have been the last one who's still alive. So, was Don Gavin chomping at the bit when Lenny went on? Champing. Oh, champing at the bit, you're right. Or um, Mike Sweeney? Or Kevin Sweeney? The other guy he had. Um, How would we know? Well, yeah, because he I, went I, and released his CD, Kamar. So, so that's where you're speculating. He's like, he's, I like how he called it the, a CD. 
What did, I'm did Don did Joe seek Don out? Did Don Joe seeked him out, and I'll tell you why. It seemed it seems like, and I get this. Joe has this platform, so this guy's like his one of his childhood heroes. So it's a chance for him to sit down and chat with him for an hour, two, or whatever, and that was it. That's all it was. I feel like Don seeked Joe out in this occasion. Just no. And I'll tell you That's why. What I feel. I'll tell you why. Dude, he said right away the first text he had ever sent was to Joe, and it took him 45 minutes. The odds of this guy, do you know, we would have gotten an email from him. I think we know that. So we didn't receive an email from Don Gavin or his people. Therefore, I'm going to go on that Joe connected with him and was like, you're a legend in my world, and I want to have you on. We'll have to agree to disagree. I think Very that this guy is dropping his album, and he's trying to make something for happen for himself at 72 years old or whatever it is, and what better way to do that than reach out to a lot of people? Well, I hope you're right, and then that... I don't care either way, No, no, man. no, 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 no I, I'm not. It's, it's, I, I asked because I wondered, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, not for better or for worse. Yeah, no, my my money's on, again, Joe was just like, this guy's my childhood hero. I want to sit down and talk with him. That's not at all how I pictured him in my head. As a really old man? No, just he seemed much smaller than I would have imagined. Oh, because we did <laughs> They're murderers, row killers, fighting the, with Lenny Clark, and well, you know. I mean, he then he probably is shrunken like he's old. Did you see him? You no, watch it on no. YouTube. I mean, I, I saw, him clip. I saw yeah, him yeah. on the mm-hmm. clip, but I didn't get a good proportion, so I shouldn't even be. Maybe he's huge. I don't know. It's funny because they show his album, I think, or whatever, and his hair is brown. Yeah, it's like, that they, like, long exactly. ago. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he's doing the same act from back then, because when Joe was like, yeah. I, uh, sometimes I put a new joke at the beginning. Goes, a new joke at the beginning. That's ballsy. Like he, <laughs> he, he had never thought of the concept. He just does his act and has made a living off it today. Fifty years. I, I think it's amazing that he's been doing comedy for fifty years. He was a Can't high be school 50 teacher. Years. Is he eighty? It's fifty or forty. Yeah. Got to be forty. Seventy-two. He, said he, he got into it when he was thirty-three or something. Thirty-four. You're right. Which gave me hope. I was like, wait a minute, this guy got into a 34. It's not well, too late. For I me. wonder if being the high school teacher like just set him up to deal with the hecklers. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, I think just growing up in Boston in general is a different well, especially a Boston uh high school teacher. And every eighty year old uh guy He's eighty? Well, he's gotta be old. Hmm. Um, has a story about Trashy a car in a crazy situation. And I climbed out of the thing. Yeah. And of course, he I'm pretty sure he was uh, drunk. Sounded like for it. For being the time, you know what I mean? My uncle always tells a story of they were so wasted and the drove up and the cop came over like, make sure you get home right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those old, old stories. I liked all his old stories. It felt like... Um, when he tried to punch it up, it was no good. But when he just was telling old stories of like smashing that guy's car <clears throat> for spraying him with water, was that what he? No, I'm mixing all the stories up. But yeah, it was good stories. But yeah, do you think that uh, Joe was right about there being no coke at the comedy store? No, like today. Yeah, I think so. I think he's wrong. I have a feeling they have a policy. They probably have a fair, and I assume it's fairly strict. But I would also assume. That a lot of them are just banging out keys in the bathroom or 
I would have thought, like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Coke isn't a big thing in LA maybe, anymore. Maybe what Joe's saying is just amongst the comedians. Mm hmm. Because I, you know, they had there were some bad years there for comedians as far as drugs were concerned, and I think now it's a different game. Because now with podcasts and all this other shit, they all have like all this other income and other ways to make money. You can do coke in your own studio. No, what I was gonna say is like, Come on. <laughs> I think I think the comedy game used to be that you went on the road and you had all this off time in cities that weren't, you know, so you just you did coke, you yeah. jerked <coughs> off, you did drugs, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. Now they all have a podcast. So like they go on the road and like us, they have the zoom and a couple mics and they do like a podcast during the day. And maybe, you know what I mean? I just thought it sounded a little, I don't know, not naive, but to think, I think that there that, was no Coke in the comedy store. I like, think there's still Coke in comedy, but I don't think it's, it's just, it's too much of a heat score. It's frowned upon like, too much I, at the comedy store. I don't think there's Coke at uh, the comedy cellar in New York, but I bet there might be at the stand or whatever. Um, other scenes, you, you know what I mean? Well, it just means that they're doing it more undercover. People aren't just, oh, well, I'm at the cellar, so I'm not going to do the drug I'm addicted to. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think, like, I would think maybe Stanhope. Like, I'm just trying to think comedians that would be doing coke at the... Anyways, whatever. It's not a big deal. Well, no, but let me ask, come on. You, surrounded you, by do so many... you do comedy. Could you do a set ripped on blow? I've done it. It's, you know, I don't think so. But that's what Rob but Williams did. But if that's did. your thing... You know what I'm yep. saying? If yeah, you're maybe. a Coke guy, yeah. the same way like some people would say, I could never do comedy stoned, but you would be like, of course I'm going to do comedy stoned. I didn't. But you should. <laughs> maybe. I guess there's an argument to be made. So he, um, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Kamar. I just want to say there's so many comedians at the comedy store that are straight edge or, or recovered, like, you know, like big, big names. Yeah, that, that we think are crazy, but they're actually just straight. Oh, wait, but you know Delia, what? Uh, Theo Vaughn. Hold on. That if you brought that around, it would be detrimental to you. I was just going to say, Kamar actually <laughs> just brought up a good point, whereas if you went back to the 80s and all the top guys had piles of blow and were doing it, it was almost like you had to do it, be part of the party. Now, if all the top guys are recovering addicts or aren't doing it, you have to do it undercover. Or not do it at Precisely. all. Precisely, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be... Because, I mean, listen... There was Coke in the comedy store because Joey bullshit. Diaz was there. It is. It's almost like the broken glass theory. You know how if you go into a neighborhood and there's broken glass and graffiti, people are more likely to litter and to trash it and all that shit? It's almost like that where if if everyone at the top is kind of like anti-Coke or just very living a clean life, you can't just be openly banging out rails in the yep. back room of the Agreed. store. You do it undercover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm what I was saying I'm to you. I'm just not was, do it is I just don't agree. No, no. What I was going to say to you is I'm sure it's not like the eighties. I'm sure now Simon, <laughs> it's maybe like 10 or 20% of comedians occasionally bang out some rails, but I don't think it's like it was where it wasn't an, it's not an epidemic anymore. I get it. But again, it goes back to what I was saying. If you have multiple income streams, like if you if you're making a lo a good amount of money from other shit during the day and you're a comedian, I think it's easier to keep busy and to yeah they're doing um what's it called instead. I mean Theo Vaughn Adderall. was a cokehead. Adderall exactly. Um, so he is releasing his album, which he started in 2011, something like that. Yep. So it's pretty much the robopocalypse of comedy albums. Oh, it actually came out and we didn't know about it? No, it hasn't come out either, Robopocalypse. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember? Yeah, yeah, that's we, right. We came to that. Uh, I just uh, thought it was sad. I mean, it, there's... I don't think it's sad, but I guess to me it seemed a bit sad that, like, just looking at this guy's age, 
he still had that like I can still make it to the top kind of attitude. Like it's yeah. I don't think he thought that. He just thought he could make more money. All right, fair enough. Maybe you're right. Make yeah. some money. It felt like an MMA fighter who had been like a cowboy. You know, like even cow though cowboy got destroyed in that Connor match, he got paid on that fight. Not really. No. I think so. It wasn't the most he ever made. No, that's in all a fight. he got. Yeah. It wasn't the most he ever made in a fight. I think that doesn't matter. I think listen, when the other guy gets 3 million, Okay, well, it's the same thing for Don Gavin. Like, he looks at Lenny Clark making $3 million, but he's probably bummed. But it's better that he make 400000 than nothing, you know? I get it. I understand. I'm not... Sh- like I said, I wasn't shitting on the guy. It just, you know, it felt to me like... I don't know. It's like when a friend of mine who's, like, well into their 40s is like, my rap album is dropping this year, and I'm like, oh, Okay. Or like if you're well into your 40s and you're trying to start a podcast or something. It's different. All the most successful people at podcasting are like well over 40. So I'm not even fucking worried about that. We're actually in the right lane for once. Um, Joe hates Connecticut. Yeah, I mean, well, we, that's no Well, surprise. no, but he kind of like, you know, he always beat around the bush about it. But no, he lately didn't. he's just been... I'll go back straight. I'll up. go back five years, Simon, and pull you a clip where he's okay. like, "Fuck Connecticut, you, this you place sucks." Uh, and was this the <laughs> shortest episode of JRE ever? Didn't the Dominatrix walk off early? How early though? This was I, I like a know. minute seven. No, an wasn't hour it? seven or an hour seven. A minute definitely wasn't seven. a minute. He didn't thought, even do ads. It felt like it was fifty-eight minutes because on YouTube they don't do ads. It, it was short, man. It was short, real short. Promo. Uh, Joe had a great time. Even Joe had a great time. got more time than this guy. It says here Cerrone got 200,000. I thought mine said 200,000 plus two to show, but maybe he did just get 200. So there you go. You didn't believe me. Uh, no, no. I, I thought he got more. No. I was hoping he got more. Holly Holm got 300,000. Unbelievable. I mean, keep in mind, he got... 200 grand for 40 seconds. So he's basically making well, yeah, $500 the training a training and That should everything. not matter. But he used to win fights for $20,000, stuff like that. Yeah, like I said, it's just, just I get it. It's it's one thing to be like, he's made he made more money this fight than he's ever made, which I don't think is true, but it might be. It, it, it doesn't matter if the other guy's getting $3 million. If those Chinese kids weren't working in the factory for $3 an hour, they would be working for nothing, Matt. Thanks. Um, like when Khabib fought Dustin Poirier in Abu Dhabi, Khabib got $10 million. Dustin Poirier got 400000 That just seems... he got The guy that got mauled for three rounds by a guy that used to fight bears got a fraction of the money than the guy that mauled him. Like, well, listen, I, we're all in agreement that the pay structure in the UFC is fucking shit. It's wackadoo. It's bananas. Sorry, sorry, I, don't, sorry I, I, thought wanna... Co- I thought Cowboy made like a million dollars on that fight. I didn't realize that. Uh, me too. Hold on, hear me out. I think if Cowboy makes a million on that fight and McGregor makes three, I'm... Or op- six. 80. No, 80 is what he said in the Ariel Hawani interview. But he, what he might mean by 80 is in the long run, after the proper 12 advertising and like And maybe. the whole contract sure, with the who knows for 10 fights. Maybe. But what I'm saying is like, if 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 for that fight alone, Cowboy makes 3 million or 1 million and McGregor makes 3, I'm okay with that. That's, mm. if that's, that's something where I go, okay, McGregor's the bigger draw. He's the shit talker. But dude, come on. Those numbers are fucking just... Back to your example, I, just want, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want to finish with Don Gavin or whatever. Sorry. But um, 
if Khabib had lost to Poirier, does Poirier get the three million and Khabib gets three hundred thousand? Ten, 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 ten. No, no, okay. no. So that's Those wackadoodle. That's stone. wackadoodle for yeah, sure. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> It doesn't make sense. Anyways, yeah, Don Gavin was short and sweet, but Joe had a great time. Don had a great time. We haven't done this in the longest time. Uh, when he started, he promoted his Instagram. Oh, you did the bump. He had 400, and now it's 1,900. That is not a great bump. Not what we're looking for. No, no, no. Well, hold on. But Technically, so it's three. It's that's a three thousand percent increase, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. So, well, I'm just oh, saying. No. If, if the if, Chinese kids weren't making three dollars, they'd be making nothing. I'm just saying, a three thousand percent increase in business is huge. If you had a thousand uh, followers and then it went up to three thousand, if we tripled our listenership overnight, we would be ecstatic. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, all the best to Don Gavin. I just thought it was so funny. It was like a new joke. <laughs> At the beginning I thought what act. Joe said. I thought what Joe said was that he'll start with a his strongest joke. Yes, and then Joe says, "But sometimes I'll just okay, yeah, yeah, so and, you're right, yeah." Sorry. But he was like, uh, "I remember the City Slickers when he's trying to explain to him how you can record a show and watch a show at the same time." He just could not grasp a, a new joke. Well, I mean, again, the this guy was crazy like, talk. I know you were the first text I ever sent. I was thinking to myself, I was like, it's 2020. That's what, shocking. What that made me think is how old will we be? If we lived a long, long enough to live to our 70s, will we be useless? Yes. A hundred percent. For what reason, though? Like what so change is going to happen that makes us? Well, simple. Your brain is slowly deteriorating. All your bones, everything about you is getting shittier and shittier by the second. You just don't feel it because it's happening very slowly. My mom doesn't have a cell phone. Neither does my mom. Really? Eh? No. I, you know what's, when people say that to me, I find that in, in this day and age, it's actually more dangerous than it is smart. Oh, they should have a phone just to be able to call for help. That's, that's it. Yeah. How do we survive without them before though? Lifeline. Remember? Help. I've fallen and I can't get I up. I want to get that you'd... for my parents too. <laughs> yeah, Those well, little button things. Yeah. Well, it scares me that they're living by themselves. That's what I'm and saying. If they fall, there's nobody around to help them up, you know? I want... And then there you go. And your mom has no cell phone. Like what if the fridge falls on her? She just lo- like, it's... well, she has a home phone. There's no guarantee that the cell phone would be in her pocket when the fridge fell on her, Matt. Fine. But even then, you can yell, dude, <laughs> hey, Siri, call Simon. Oh, no, she wouldn't have a smartphone. She would have a flip phone. Oh, so that's a problem, too. Oh. Fuck oh, off, fuck. Siri. She's actually calling you. Sorry. My bad. Calling who? I, I just said, hey, oh, call. S- so she gotcha. did it. I want it all to go away. Don't, all, like don't a, say that. Like man, a social media bomb to just get Coronavirus rid of it all. is coming I've, to take I've it said all it before. Away. I love that this, the TikTok king over yeah. here wants all the social media to go away. You do a weather report on Instagram before every day. the internet. Yeah. I was really cool. I got bad and news I've for you. Downhill. I got bad news How for you. How much more happy were you before the internet? <laughs> That's the big question. Is that true? I think so. That's when a you look thing back to say. on your Hold life, on. Kamar, you were younger. I was happier before social media. You were younger. Sure. I, I know there's so many factors. That's what. I, that's just what I think. I was. I was like. Uh, I old truly. I truly believe. Like, my personal opinion yeah. is that social media is not good for anybody. No. I don't think it's a good thing. I'm not saying the internet is not I a good thing. I understand what you're saying. Social media and all of this bullshit that surrounds it is no good for kids. It's no good for adults. It's no good for anybody. Yeah, yeah. we know that. 
and I'm addicted oh, to it. Well, and so just, I, if it makes me a hypocrite, it makes me a hypocrite, but I, I think it's bad. Like, I, I don't know what you... Yeah, TikTok but that's the, Tony but lives the weirdest the thing life to me, Kamar, is that it. The weirdest thing yeah. to me is that you could make an active choice. You could make a decision to just stay away from to it. To not do the weather, you, so you're not on part of Instagram, to not do TikToks, you're not watching that shit anymore. So I, I, you're just watching Netflix on your phone, That's what, or, or even look at Instagram a little bit, but you don't have to be a part of it, meaning you don't have to... Um, do anything every day, you know? Kamar, the just, only I two... Unload it all. The only two social medias I have on my phone are Instagram and Reddit, and I have 15-minute locks on both of them. Now, I'm not going to lie. The last two weeks, I've been hitting give me 15 more minutes. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. The point is... Well, I'm being honest you about see, it. see, and I find that excessive. I don't and think I'll you be, need to I'll, go that far, but if you can curb it, great, you know? All I'm saying, though, Simon, is... I'll go away. <laughs> what I'm saying is that the reason I at least put the thing on is that it's a reminder that, like... Hey, I know you feel like you've only been on here for two seconds. It's been 15 minutes. That's all. And you can make that decision. Or you can just put none of them on your phone. Yeah. I just feel like people are less interested in people because they have a bunch of people they're interested yeah. in on the social media. Well, I'm not worried about me. Like, you know what I mean? I'm a... I'm a grown up who's already made myself the stupid piece of shit I am. You know what I mean? I'm worried about like my son and that's the kids. That's who this is fucking up. Okay. But let me, let me throw this at you too. First of all, we almost always adapt to whatever's thrown at us oh, yep. technologically or whatever. Yep. We as kids didn't grow up with the internet or social media, but we grew up with like smoking indoors and drunk, abusive parents. And like you couldn't be gay. You know what I mean? All this, this plethora of stuff that, that should have fucked us up. And I mean, a lot of us are fucked up somewhat, but I think the point I'm making is that everyone is going to grow up a little bit fucked up. That's going to happen. Yeah. The internet has just, um, sped up and increased that fucked upness exponentially. Whereas before I felt like, I don't know, it was a more gradual increase. Well, I always, I always, uh, use the analogy mass connection, you know, when I was, uh, younger and used to date, You'd meet a girl, then you'd have a landline number, and she'd have a landline number. And that's the only time you could. So you'd go two, three days without talking to them if you didn't have to talk to them, and, the, uh, and you'd have plans with them. But now you can text the whole time. So a relationship used to take a month to develop, develops in like three days of constant communication. Yeah, but I mean, you're for, you're looking at that as a negative. Like you could have wasted so much of your life back then in bullshit dating, whereas now in two days you can be like. Oh wait, this person's a fucking lunatic. I'm not going to waste my time. Like that—that that is not. I—I'm with Matt there. Like, who knows what's better there? What I'm talking about, I think, is everybody watching everybody else's life all the time. But Simon, there's something bad about that. Yeah, but hold on. I think you have to—you have to look at the flip side of the coin too. Social media has also made a lot of people that formerly were very uncomfortable with maybe who they were or how they felt about certain things has made them not always for the good, but more comfortable in, in connecting with other people and saying, you know, Oh my God, I used to think I was this fucking weirdo. Well, alone. And the flip side of that coin. I get is... it. Is that Nazi groups meet up easier. Fine. But what I'm saying to you is like, there's, you know, to sit there and say across the board, social media is terrible. Like I agree with you in principle, we overuse it and we overindulge in it and it's not good. But what I'm saying to you is like, to just blanket statements say it's bad, I don't think is it's connected a lot of people. You are absolutely right, Matt. I think my statement should have been, I think in the end, <laughs> I'll never be around to see it, but I think we'll look back and say 
we would have been better off without that than we were with it. I disagree. I think it will stick around, but we will figure out a way where we don't abuse it and treat it the way we do. I think we'll look back and say, man, we really fucked that up at first, but because it, it was the Wild West, but I think we will get a grip on it eventually. Or does it end up like that Black Mirror episode where everybody's watching their points and no, you know where it, that just becomes totally integrated into real life as opposed to it being a fun pastime that you can escape into it's not know? going anywhere it's going to evolve and the thing is the way we look at it like it's this thing is because we know before right but people now it's just it so is it acceptance it'll just keep evolving and the people who don't buy in are just become a, a bigger minority. You know, a what I dinosaur mean? like and, me. <laughs> yeah, and we'll have trouble communicating with other dinosaurs to, to avoid the thing. Well, no, the dinosaurs can still find each other. But I remember there was a futurist on fucking years ago Daniel on Rogan H. Wilson, who talked about the hive and being connected to the hive. And I've said it before: like when you get banned or something, you feel a disconnection. Ironically, you know, like when you get kicked off Facebook or kicked off Twitter, kicked off Instagram. When you get kicked off Instagram, can you TikTok. no longer look at Instagram or can you just not post on Instagram? No, I think if you get banned, you're banned. You're banned from actually using the app. But you can just start a I was uh, just going to say, it's ridiculous. You just so go get a new you, email. What do you feel removed from? That's the phenomenon. I mean that yeah I feel bad that you're so bought into it well no but it's just this disconnection of the hive feels worse than being with the hive we're on the cusp right now I think it's better not to be in the hive but it's getting closer that the hive will just keep going we'll, and we'll be left behind where you need the hive or you, you or you just live your life like it is what it is I, it's hard to say it's bad Again, or good uh, uh, I just wish it was we're gone. not you know even if we live our normal lifetimes we're not gonna see the um sure but like let's stop. unless a uh, unless you know the x factor kicks in and let's just stop and think about it though again if you're using inst we use instagram as a i'll use instagram as my first example if you're just on instagram as a social media platform it's really just curated. So if you're into street photography, then you're looking at street photos. If you're into, I don't know, cars, then you're getting cars. You know, it's whatever you follow is what you're getting. I, At the end of the day, to me, that's more entertainment than it's really how you engage, right? Like I'm not sitting there commenting or getting arguments on Instagram. I watch videos of skateboarding, videos of people getting hurt, videos of funny shit, the occasional yeah. meme yeah. and photos. That's what I'm there for. So to me, I don't look at that as like, this is wildly detrimental. Like if you're waiting in the waiting room of the doctor's office and you know, you have to be there 20 minutes to me, that's the perfect fucking thing to have in your hand. You know what I mean? Or I can read a book or whatever. Again, like Twitter is another one where if you just follow comedians, all you're doing is reading. Well, that's maybe a bad example is the occasional political thing in there, but you're probably just reading funny tweets, right? I mean, when we talk about social media, I think you guys are really more talking about like, Facebook, but I don't yeah, know what, I mean, I, I don't know what we're talking When I'm talking about, about like uh, a detriment, I think it's this idea where you're 24 connected to the actual people, you know, not, not celebrities and you know, like you're just, everybody is aware of everything all the time of what everybody's doing. I just, I think it's unhealthy, man. I yeah, think it's unhealthy for the people who are posting the shit. And I think it's unhealthy for the people who are having to watch the shit, you know, whether it be a, um, 
whatever, whatever. It's all good. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I, I don't know what happened there. No, no. I just like, no matter who you are, you know what I mean? Even if you're, if you're a person who's watching it and you feel included or excluded, I think it's, we have to it's be too weary much, just of the, you know, it, the impact you have to be able has, to live. You know what I mean? Can ruin people's lives or make people rich. Like it's, well, but Simon, your argument, like there was always television. So like you could sit there and say that TV had the same detriment because like, I don't look like Pam Anderson on Baywatch and I'm not trapped. You know what I mean? No, like, but you, but we were all you don't know page. that Bobby is uh, going to Maui. You know what I'm saying? Bobby, who's in your class. You don't know that what he's doing in his spare time that is going to affect you negatively because you never get to go on vacation or whatever. Like that, that's not a great example, but you 100%. see what I'm saying, you know, 100%. like I wouldn't know that um, Cindy and all her friends had a party that I wasn't don't invited need to. to. Know that's stupid, man. I get it. Like, but that it hurts people's feelings. It makes people feel inadequate. We don't need to know what each other's doing. You don't doing. need to know that you, we, us, just us as an example, like you didn't know you missed anything, maybe ever, you know what I mean? Like now, you know, instantaneously, like I just, there is, and again, that might be great for people who are instantaneously being included in things. Yeah. But I but think the flip side to that is Simon, I think you can find a solution to that problem as opposed to just getting rid of social media. I think we just need to teach people that first of all, we need to get rid of FOMO. You're going to miss out on shit. You're never going to be included in all the cool shit in the world. That's just not even the fucking richest people that get access to everything. They miss parties. They miss shows. They, you know what I mean? That shit happens. We have to get rid of this FOMO of like, well, I wasn't invited to the party. Like, well, it's hard to get rid of that when it's constantly being thrown in your absolutely. face. Absolutely. I agree, Simon. And well, again, okay, you let's take that. Um, let's take the, the traveling one. Because not everybody gets to travel, you know what I mean? But that's people's favorite thing to post. So it's constantly being thrown in your face that people are going to places that you wish you could be going, but you can't. Look, I'm not saying it's right, Matt. I, I agree. It would be nice if we all didn't give a fuck, you yeah, know? That would be and we all world. lived our life with but just Simon, that rationale. But I just don't think that's the case for most people. But all I'm saying is you're kind of arguing for that very soft, far left argument of like, I'm too sensitive. To, like, all I'm saying to you is like, that's life. You're going to have to fucking deal with that period. Oh, I can't go on vacation. That person can. I mean, to sit there and be like, well, it's pushed in my face. Like, again, you can unfollow anyone you want. You can follow anyone you want. You can sit there. You can also choose to take the information you're taking in. And you if all your all friends are talking about it, and you're just like, no, I'm not on that. I, 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 it's, it's, but Kamara, think about it. You talk. It's happens. not though. But you talk about TikTok all the time. Neither Simon and I has had any inclination to join it. But I'm an outlier. Yeah, no, but we're think, we're old at this point. I don't, we're not I, even in the conversation anymore. No, you but know? he's talking about like the people around you doing something. What I'm saying is like if the if you were like tomorrow, like I'm on TikTok and you guys started laughing about videos, I promise you, I wouldn't join it. No, I agree with Simon. We are old. I'm saying younger. I just people, I'm talking about like I'm more like, thinking about like, the kids. It's here. like if you were 14 and everyone was talking about how funny Seinfeld was, and you didn't watch Seinfeld. You didn't get cable. Or what, it, what? And they go on like it's. But stop! See right there, you guys are talking about a problem that existed when we were kids. So let's say that happened. Yep. Okay, there were people did. that didn't have it cable. To, did totally that mean did. that you should go to school and not controlled. talk about no, Seinfeld? Of, of, of course not. Of but that, course so that's not. what I'm saying though is it's 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 just odd to sit there and say like it's increased the 
the scope of everything exponentially in a very short period of time. And I think we're, uh, we just haven't caught uh, humanity has not, we haven't been keeping up with how fast everything's been moving. We've just been holding on. It hasn't happened gradually enough. That's what I'm getting at. It's been too quick. So as human beings, we just haven't had a chance to actually, and maybe you're right. Maybe over the next 20, 30, 40 years, we'll get a grasp on it and they'll make it work properly. But I feel like right now, right this second, it's just an overload. Like the damage uh, is happening for us to look back at and see where it went wrong. Or maybe Matt's right. Maybe the same way we survived smoking and all the shitty things that whatever happened when we were kids that made us into resilient adults will be the same thing that makes our kids just in a different way. Like I'm sure that's the case where I'm sitting right now looking at my children. I feel like it's, it's too much. And I, but I, what I'm telling you is that I think everyone's parents saw whatever was happening for our parents. It was video games. You know, this, this is too much. It's they're they're just this is it. And now there's kids that are made. I mean, Simon, for every kid that looks at someone's video and is like, my family's poor, I can't go on vacation. You know, 50% of them will end up being wildly successful in life just because of that drive, just because of that fucking why can't I go on vacation? I think you're looking at it in all the wrong light as opposed to I agree with you. It's going to fuck some people up. I think life will fuck those people up regardless. I think for the for the strong and resilient people, they're going to look at that shit and be like, fuck this. I'm going on vacation. I'm going to pull myself up by the bootstrap. You, Matt, you may be right. You may be right. I, I may be wrong, too. I think, personally, my opinion is that, yeah, there are some people who are able to do that. And it's easier when it's easier to form that callus when it's not the... 1 million percent bombardment that it is today. We were able to grow up in a time where, yeah, that you still saw people go on vacation. Like I said, that was a shitty example, but it wasn't. So you, you slowly over time, you were able to develop this callus that today you're able to say, look, I get it. Everybody is different. We all have different lives and some people are going to be able to do this and some people are going to be able to do that. That's not something that a 16-year-old brain can wrap its head around. You know yeah, what but I hold mean? on. But maybe that's part of our evolution. The same way a giraffe just falls out of a giraffe mom six feet to the ground, stands up and walks around. Maybe this is humans eventually saying like, maybe. hey, guess what? By the time you're 13, you're going to have a fully developed brain because you have these calluses that you're talking about you know what i mean like maybe inevitably it is like it's not going anywhere it could it could though that we don't know that right like we're assuming that the trajectory of this thing is that is just going to keep going and going and going you are just praying for it all to end you know what i'm saying like that it's not impossible but but it's kind of impossible i say it when i said it i say it knowing inside it's impossible what i want to say even though we're talking about uh don gavin uh back in kevin ross he talked about it and ash dykes whenever they talk about people somewhere with nothing they're always happy 
that's that's the biggest thing I always take away from people going to living the simplest. They always seem to be in happy. wood huts or whatever. Always is always, that because always. they don't know of anything different? Well, that's the question, right? Or is that because that that you know just living simply ends up being simpler? <laughs> if someone circulated a little newsletter with stories about each one of them every day, it would just start to descend into. Look, Modern society I'm, I'm not denying, Matt, that um, every generation is going to go through its own whatever. I think my point here was just that the um, it. I, I feel like it's happened so quickly in the last 10 years that that doesn't seem like the natural evolution. And I agree with you, been. though. I agree with you that uh, younger people uh, will adapt and all that. Just for me personally... I'm like done adapting. I just think Simon too, sorry, one last thing in closing. I think too, you know, the education system in both our country and the US used to be substantially better. We were better educated. We were better taught to deal with life. And now it's really just test scores. It's all just fucking standardized testing. Do you know this? Can you go to college? There's not like a, you know, I'm not saying home ec was great, but like, dude, when I went to Hopewell, there was a fucking shop like a, like I remember being in grade seven and working with like heavy machinery and shit. And I'm not saying like that made me the man I am today because I'm not. I can't build shit. But my point is just I don't think that we educate kids well enough to deal with. And that's what it starts with is if you if you can educate a kid well enough, then a kid's going to be able to deal with social media. A kid's going to be able to deal with all the bullshit in the world. Yeah, we're just not doing any of that education right now. Right now it's the Wild West and these kids are just... Um, cowboys and Indians out there. You know what I mean? Like, that's the problem. I'm not disagreeing that if there was the proper structure, we would be able to handle this. It's that it's all happening so quickly that nobody is actually, there is no structure. It, it's, but again, who, who's, who's in charge here? I don't know. Aren't you? Yeah. But to sit there and say like, it's out of control or it's not, the world is still operating as it always has. Nothing is like, yeah, I mean, I guess. I, 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 the problem I, is there's more of us. There's like, we've doubled the population in the last 20 years. That's the real problem. There's just so fucking many of us. I think social media is a problem. As I was listening to you, I was thinking, okay, fine, sure. He's right. Like, we're just, these kids are just developing new calluses, right? Calluses I couldn't even. That too. Uh, that, that my that's body true. wouldn't even think to make. They're already developing. I'm with you there. But their life is, my son's life isn't so different from what my life was. It's almost exactly the same except for the internet and and this massive social, like what I'm saying, Matt, is we're we're not driving different cars. We're not, you know what I mean? Movies aren't so different. I mean, video games are a little bit better, but it's not, nothing has changed that substantially that I think you're arguing my point right now. No, I, I'm saying that like, look, he let's take my son, for example, or somebody of that age, sure. you know, they're developing these new calluses. They're having to do all this to deal with social media, to this new horizon. I'm not having to deal with that as much because I just don't care. It's not as much a part of my life because I'm old and I just, it's never been ingrained into me like that he is going to have to deal with all of this shit 
I don't have to deal with it. Do, do you see what I'm saying? We're living at the same time. Yeah, All but, the shit we have is the same, but because he's, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm getting lost here. But <laughs> yes, you no, are. No, no, no. But well, I, wait, I, well, no. Well, so, so do you see cal- what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, Kamar? absolutely. But hold on. But Kamar also brought up the point, like you're, you're looking at it from the viewpoint of not growing up with it. So for you, it's this infathomable thing. If you grow up with this thing as the norm, then it's not, then it is what it is. I know, but just because it's the norm, does it make it right? It's not norm. It's not norm. Every kid grows up with social media. How is it not the norm? The fact that we just got obsessed with looking at each other like this is not normal. What are you talking? Hold on. Stop. We always did this shit. You did this on a smaller volume. That's all. You just did it to the people around you. You always looked at people. You always judged them. You always said yeah, funny but shit. You, you always- didn't. Okay. Yes. Yes. Well, you never did. But you weren't allowed into their personal lives the same way you are today. Like you just, you just weren't. You know more about people today. Than- Again, that's, a, that's what you decide to put out. Simon, if I look for you on social media you right now, what am I going to find out? Nothing. Okay. So but all kids have a social media presence like Kamar was saying like you can't you can't get by these days you do, you're, you will not know what the fuck you won't know where to go you won't know what your friends are doing you have to be connected you have to be. but you won't know what your friends are doing dude they all have cell phones they all text each other like this i don't i'm well the texting the snapchatting the i'm just including all of that in the same kind of being connected all the time you know yeah, and I'm just telling you that, believe me, it's just because we're old. These kids are fine. They're going to deal with it. 20 years from now, when we're fucking 60, or when I'm in my 50s and you guys are 60, there's not going to be, like, if the world falls apart, it's going to be more our fault than their fault. You're, believe me. You're saying this because you're like, okay, well, it's just, this is what happens when when our parents, they got over the things they got over, and we got over the things that we got over, and they'll get over this. Yeah. And I guess what I'm arguing is this is alien. This isn't like anything Simon, you we've sound, ever had to get but over. But you sound before. exactly like the peop, like the older people from our generation. It's it's the exact. They said no. the same thing when rap came. Dude, when rap came along, that's exactly what they said. This is alien. This is not normal. This is different. All this, they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to, to deal with this. This is gonna taint the minds of all the kids. Same with video games. They said it with fucking everything. And we all grew up. We all got jobs. We all have no, mortgages. No, fi- no, well, but, not there's, there's document but fine but not everyone made it out of like the 60s not everyone made it out of the 70s i mean that's just dude there's fucking casualties well, in it, everything it's hard it's hard because the popul like you said the population keeps increasing so of course everything is going to increase like it just there are creators. and it's happening so quickly that the numbers get skewed and you'll never understand the true repercussions of what's happening because we're always able to say well this is happening because there are more people like I just no, but man. again, Simon, since since rap and video games have come out, violence across the United States has gone down. So exactly everything that our parents said was going to fuck up our generation and ruin our generation didn't. You know what? Luckily, again, who knows? Because who knows what's going to happen to any of us. But if we live another 20, 30 years, even in that time, I think you'll see the the repercussions of the speed of what's happening. I'm not denying that we would have gotten here eventually. I just think it's too quick. It's happening too quickly. And, and, and nobody you, is moderating anything. 
there are creators. Dude, no one's ever been behind the wheel. What, like, think about it. Go back. When do you think someone was behind the wheel? Well, I just think it was easier to control the bus before. And now you're trying to control. But a who was controlling infinite, the bus, Simon? What are you talking uh, about? Probability drive. Whoever controls anything, man. Whoever's trying to keep a handle on society. <coughs> For there's, good or bad. There's creators of social media who don't let their kids go on social media. Yeah, I understand that. There's also fucking tobacco executives that don't let their kids smoke. I mean, I don't and even know what we're talking about here. people who invented the nuclear bomb yeah, who like, don't let their kids play with nukes. I mean, I that that argument to me sucks because I get it. Like, I'm I'm I sat here at the beginning of this argument discussion and said I agree that I've read all the stats. I know all that shit. I don't think it's great for them. But what I'm saying is. I also don't think it's going to go away. And I think oh, no, it's not I'm, what I'm saying is I don't think it's as bad as anyone thinks. I think these kids are going to figure out a way to deal with it properly. It's going to fuck some people up for sure. There's stuff that fucked some people up. There are kids in our generation that grew up video game junkies and haven't done a fucking thing. You're looking at one. No I'm kidding. But you know what I mean? Like, I get it. There's always casualties in everything. Not everyone's going to make it out. We agree to disagree. I don't know. We how don't have the an fuck, agreement. I don't know how the fuck we got here. Don, Don Gavin. Gavin. Yeah, no, Don that's Gavin what I mean. is old as how fuck. The, oh, wow. <laughs> the disconnection. I feel closer to Don Gavin than I feel to my son. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, we know. In a nutshell. <laughs> Anyways, there you go. Well, I'll let you have the last word on that one, Maddie, because I just, I don't know, man. I well, no, know. I mean, listen, I don't think to truly, I don't think in 20 years we're even going to be able to tell. So to your point, well, hopefully we're both alive in 20 years, Matt, and we can sit down and look back and see and where we're at. Man. There you go. J.R.E.E. -E Let's make a season date. 21. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I think this is a record, eh? The first time we've ever done a uh, review of a podcast that was longer than the actual podcast. No, wow. this review was not longer than the actual podcast. Uh, okay, sorry for it. It was close, though, It was Kamara. close. Can't exaggerate in this room. <laughs> can't stretch right, anything in let's here. Let's rate it. No, you can't. My basement, motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Uh, what is the um, Don Gavin? Yeah. Is that what we're doing here? 14, 18, I think. Yeah, I Come here. Come on. Come on. All right. I already wrote it down. We were about to rate it. I had written down all the names, and then we got on to... Sorry. Uh, My apologies. No, no. It's not your fault. Anyways, go ahead. Come here. I give it a three. It was a nice end of the week, you know? I give it a two. And I will preface this again by saying he seemed like a really sweet guy. I have no problem with it at all. I give this episode a 1.5. I thought you were actually going to go in, the, in between, Kamar, and I, you went lower. Yeah, I, I have no problem with the guy. I just This was a dull one-hour episode of just pretty much Joe proving to this guy that he remembers everything from the Boston heyday. And uh, re-rate the week there, fellas. It's funny, too, because he was like, how do you remember all this? And I wanted to say, like, I, I was yelling, like, because you were on cocaine. <laughs> you know, like, Joe was some, like, 18-year-old bright-eyed kid or, like, 21-year-old bright-eyed kid doing judo, like, sober as a judge. Yeah, I mean, I almost want to give it a four, but uh, I guess took my three. Come on, what, did, what did I give it at the beginning of the week? At the beginning of the podcast, sorry. <laughs> a three, Kamara. Yeah, you I, gave I, it a three now, Matt. Re-rate. Yeah. I know my rating is probably after the average closer to like a three, like a two, seven, five, but I, I'm going to go two, five, two, five for the week. Two, five. And I'm going a one, five because in retrospect, I don't, I didn't really like the Barry 
Weiss or Barry, whatever her name is, episode. It was more that I just knew Kamar was going to come strong, so I had to support her because uh, I didn't think it was bad. I just you know what I also think I it was. Like I it. think you felt like you didn't give her a fair shake the first time, mm-hmm, and then maybe, and then because the episode mm-hmm. wasn't bad because she was heavy on the anti-Semitism, you were like, oh, I, I only really. lost a two five, anyways. Okay, but so, uh, that's a tough question. Which one would you recommend? Oh, uh, the the one that should have been an MMA. Kevin sure. Ross. Yeah, Kevin Ross. Oh, that's I would definitely recommend. recommend the Barry Weiss. I think that's a very important episode for non-Jewish people to listen to. And I would recommend Don Gavin. Oh, there we go. Wow. So, And I think Kamar should re-listen to it because to I, f- which? I feel like you have some to anti-Semitism which? brewing inside Listen to Barry Weiss again. <laughs> All the young people that listen to this aren't going to understand this reference, but that was almost like, uh, you know, you used to go to the video store and it would be like, Kamar's picks, Simon's picks, Matt's picks. This is whoever you're a fan of. You can listen to that episode yeah. if you were going <laughs> to. That Seinfeld episode is amazing. Yeah. Where Elaine falls in love with the guy who's, yeah, doing who's the making picks. the picks. He ends up being that like 17 year old, 14 year old. Elaine, kid. you chose a Barry. Yeah. <laughs> Barry. I listened. Whatever his name was. I listened to uh, Barry Weiss twice just so I could actually know what I was talking about. Unlike her. And you still came to the table with nothing. Good for you. Solid uh, work. It's all in the. It's all. We got the tape. We got the tape. You guys want to make any guesses for this uh, week? Uh, do we do that here or on the poster? Connor Let's McGregor. That was my guess from last week. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got it in my head. Okay. Tom uh, Papa is definitely going to be on this week. Tom Papa. That. Why? I think his special drops on Netflix. Oh wow. Tom Papa was just on, man. We always say that. Whenever Tom Papa's on, we always <laughs> oh, say. Oh, I know what it is. This is what I, Stephen A. Smith. Because that's oh, the controversy. That's shit. the controversy. That'd be amazing if he comes And on he said week. he'd do the show. Because he said in that video on Twitter, he was like, Joe asked me to do the show. I, say, I said I'd do the show sometime. Well, maybe now said, that Kobe Bryant died, it'll be some like fuel, whatever. <laughs> Too soon. So. Well, well, no, the man, the man a, it just wasn't passed. A, it wasn't a joke. I know. I know it wasn't, it wasn't a joke. Well, that's the interesting thing that we'll, I guess we'll talk. About we'll hit more in the post. The post Stephen A. Controversy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, who do I think may be on? I'm going to say that. Um, you know who may come on is the skeptic. Um, what's his name there? Michael Malice. Sherman. No. No. Sherman. Sherman. Yeah. I think Sherman may come on. I'm also going to throw out, for no good reason, um, Sam Harris. Wow, it's been a long time. That's what I was thinking. Nah, it's not long enough. And Jordan Peterson. I don't think that's happening. Yeah, I think he, I think Jordan's done with the limelight. Anything of that. I agree. I think he is not interested in uh, being a spectacle at this point at all. I don't think he'll... I think he'll be back. You don't think he'll be back? Is that what you're saying ever? I don't know if he'll ever be on Rogan again. I don't well, know if that's he, just crazy. I don't know if maybe I'm wrong. New I, development. I feel like otherwise he, why? I feel like he's done with He'll uh, write another book. Once you talk to someone for six hours. I mean, you know maybe. I mean? Maybe you're right, Matt. I could be totally. No, because think of now with his with what happened to his wife and the shit he went through and the carnivore diet, they'd have a lot to talk about. That Tons is true. to talk about. Either uh, way, Joe I named, hasn't like, been talking about the carnivore diet, eh? Well, or not, di- his or diarrhea, diarrhea went away. Not at all this week. He uh, didn't mention it once. Would he have a CNN reporter on? No. No. That'd be crazy. No. No reason. I wonder if he's going to have Bernie back on. But yeah, I, I asked for diversity and we got a diverse week. 
There you go. You fished your wish, Kay. It just right. wasn't the diversity you were looking for. Well, wow. in closing, if you've made it this far, thank you so much. Um, if you want to send us an email, you can do so. It's jreepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Twitter and an Instagram. They are both jreepodcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar, Twitter and Instagram. R.I.P. Kobe. Uh, you can follow Simon on Instagram. Bigfoot Sighting Society. Did you sight him this week? Did I sight him? Yeah. I saw him. Yeah. In the picture. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, uh, we'll talk about that in the post. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, F-L-O-Y-D with five E's, Floydy. Um, we have a Reddit. If you want to join the Reddit for some good banter, you can shit on us. You can be anti-Semitic to Simon. <laughs> um, you can talk about the episodes. You can give us your feedback, likes, dislikes, this, that, and the next. It's reddit.com slash podcast. And if you want to join the Patreon and support the show, you can do that at patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, you can join for as little as a dollar a month or as much as a hundred. And um, you get the post Joe on Tuesday with Which the regular really episode. really going to come in handy this time. Well, will it? Well, us talking about Kobe, all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Be a week yeah, well, it'll this. Seem, yeah, yeah. It'll seem aged if you wait. You're getting your money so you worth need now. that. You need the post show early. Uh, you also get three episodes a month of uh, This Won't Age Well, a series where we go back, listen to an old episode, see how well it's aged, talk about it, do the Throw same, do the same bullshit we did here. Um, and if you don't want to support uh, monetarily, you know. If you don't want to support monetarily, you just can listen. tell Comment your friends. Comment on Instagram. That's what I love. If you have any friends, you can tell them. Oh, yeah. Leave or, a review if yeah. you want. Positive reviews help. Nice review. Thanks to everybody who did that, by the way. Well, we'll get to that Because post, we're Joe. fighting hate with love, people. And you know what? He deserves it on the regular episode. Someone, someone jumped in at the Jamie Vernon level on the Patreon. $50. So shout out to him. Yeah, and Saudi Arabia, I know you're listening. It's time to step up. But that guy said the example. I know you're listening. Or are you going to say his name? You're just going to shout out that he came in at the $50 level? Well, we're going to shout. We're going to give him his real shout out in the post. Oh, I know, but I mean, you got to at least, if you're going to. Fine. Kamar, do you have it? I believe his name was Josh, if I remember correctly. But now I'm probably wrong. Oh, he's a Jamie Vernon. Oh, and Matty is a guy. Matthias. Josh Howell. So you said, I, I said Josh. Josh, this is the first it. time ever somebody has been <laughs> shouted out on the... boyish joy on your face. On yeah. the main program. I got it right. right. <laughs> I'm never right. Sweet. So That's shout horrible. out to Josh. Josh so Howell. Feel that, man. If you jump in on the $50 level or the Joe Rogan level, you got to shout out on the real episode. Shout out to Josh. You're a fucking king amongst men. Motion carried. Thanks, buddy. That being said, thank you for listening. Stick around for the post, Joe. We hope you have a great week, weekend, whatever. And uh, keep your eyes open. 